You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Podeskew Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan. I'm Corey. I'm Kendall. Together, we host From the Middle, a comedy and culture podcast about being middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives, with points of view that fall somewhere in the middle. That's right, Corey. We chat about all things, mostly husband and dad life, geek culture and entertainment, from a relatively centrist and regular point of view. We all hear enough about the extreme ends of the spectrum. So we thought we'd create a conversational and relaxed podcast from a moderate perspective. Flyover state? Psh, more like a uh, state fairs livestock. Guys, what's what's something that's cool and impactful that is the antithesis of boring? Yeah, I don't know, man. Listen to our podcast. We'd love for you to join the conversation. You'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. That's From the Middle. Available wherever you find podcasts. And at From the Mid Pod. Everywhere. Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate Rico. What's up, man? Yo, 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 motherfuckers! I, uh, I'm back in practice after last or last episode's yeah. debacle. You've been doing me, 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 me. <laughs> Dude, that I, I listened back to that when I was editing. I was like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> so, but we had fun going through those uh, the decks of cards and answering some questions. It was a fun time. Yeah, life revealing. Yes, in some instances, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, but in any event, we are back to normal schedule, if you will, sort of. It's still December, so we're still phoning it in. <laughs> um, we do have another interview this week, and this was your your idea. So why don't you set this up? Uh, okay. Well, let's see. Um, a million years ago, yeah. when uh, when CJ and I first met on fucking the world of Kevin Smith, there was another uh, person like our previous guest, uh, Laura, who, like, he constantly throws out drawings and artwork on on the uh, his his uh, group, Ewoks, the Everyone's World of Kevin Smith. and Which he actually used I to actually, do all, before on the world of Kevin Smith, if I recall. True. Um, and I think, I, I, I want to make it, I, I try to remember if I reached out to him who was Ewoks or Twox? Whatever the I fuck think it was still Twox when you reached out. Yeah. So I, 
I saw his art and I thought it was really fucking good. And I asked him uh, to sketch out a a uh, drawing of me and the Rat Pack, and he delivered, man. And I mean that literally. I got it in the mail. It was it was, it was <laughs> literally it, it, delivered. Yeah, it's a favorite piece of mine, you know. Um, and he and I were bouncing ideas back and forth. I mean, he was really open to constructive criticism and specific specifications that I wanted. And um, overall, he's just been a really friendly dude, um, if not slightly acerbic. But that's sort of his, you know, I think a lot of it gets lost in translation and text and everything because I'm like, do I, am I supposed to be offended or, or is it just <laughs> that he's just joking? And and I think he's, I think he's a good dude. Um, I actually have a lot of respect for what he does. Um, I think it's his actual business. He, he has saved and rescued uh, dogs. I don't know if it's his business or if it's just a fucking hobby that he does, but I have a lot of respect for. Absolutely. Um, and I, you know, I for a while I didn't know what to call him, but we've already mentioned his name a couple times in past episodes, so fuck it. Uh, Chris McDonald. Yeah, but we'll we'll ask him what he prefers when he comes on. Um, changing gears for a minute, something I meant to show you. Um, I didn't pull my Halloween Halloween Christ my Christmas decorations out of storage this year, but there was one that was still up here. Not because we have storage, even though I'm in an apartment, we have like these storage things that we can use in the basement, and that's where I'm like, Does Buddy Christ count as a Christmas uh ornament? No, that's a year round thing, that's just there all year. Um, no, but this comes from my days working at Sam Goody, and I fucking love this thing. What is this? Is that a is that a chicken snowman? No, it's a snowman with a mohawk and carrots for the mohawk. Oh, got it. And see, it's got earrings and a nose ring. And I thought it was like a rooster with a like a like the rooster fan thing on on their head usually. No, nope. okay. And if you see, he's got a, a nose ring and in two earrings, so he's supposed to be like a punk snowman. Damn, dude, Frosty went to the wrong club. Yeah, man, I fucking love this thing though. Uh huh. So got him up. Well, on my... speaking of Christmas fucking decorations, like because Steph and I are still unpacking. Well, there's there's more than one box of Christmas decorations. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So. But anyway, um, let's let's get Chris in because he's waiting, and we'll we'll go from there, and we can we can discuss decorations later or next week or whatever. We got we got lots of time for that stuff. So yep, yep. So we have Chris from the Everyone's World of Kevin Smith with us. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you fuckers doing? We're doing pretty good, man. Thanks for being on. The head Ewok himself. We should just call you fucking Wicked at this point. Wicked wasn't the head Ewok. It no, was, he wasn't. Uh, yeah. Chief. What's Our... his name? Yeah, exactly. So Wicked, everyone is the one. <laughs> Do you even like Star Wars? You're a Star oh, Trek guy. Oh, no, right out I, the I'm gate. A Star Wars guy. Look at that. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You you don't fucking remember the head of the fucking Ewoks? Don't give me that shit. I saw Return of the Jedi in a theater. Okay, well, you're older than me. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's congratulations. Fair. Your parents yeah. fucked earlier than mine. <laughs> yeah, that's because they answered anytime age comes up. Yeah, I mean, I'm 29. What's your excuse? That's yeah. a rough 29, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, what's your excuse? <laughs> War? Here, here, here's my, my, that's my excuse. Oh, Beer. you go for the lights. I go for the, I go for the harder shit. I'm 43, man. I got to go with the lights. It was good enough for Frank. It was good enough for me. He didn't. He, he didn't do lights. He did not filters, and they're actually lighter than filtered cigarettes. He did unfiltered, and then he switched to filter in his later life. 
Which was stupid because the filters were the bad stuff is. He also originally started with Chesterfield. Well, Lucky Strikes, most likely. Oh, Chesterfield's, if you look at most of his movies where he's actually smoking, it's... Oh, I forgot you're Sinatra's biggest fan. Right. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long... <laughs> what, you... You really gonna you really gonna do? Uh, you know what? I think we're done with this episode. That's <laughs> we're done with the interview now. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Nah. Hey, nice <laughs> being here. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you, 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 your name has been demoted to fucking Willow. <laughs> Fuck you, Peck. You know to bring well, that, that back. That doesn't apply. You're a pretty big guy, so Peck doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Work. You know they're bringing anyway, that. Anyway, so they're... what? The, what do we? What do we call it? You want? You want to be called uh, Chris? You want to be called Mac? What do you want to be called by? Uh, you know, whatever. Um. God, I went by I went by Mac for over twenty fucking years because of the army. And uh, when I met my girlfriend uh, Brittany, I don't know I just started letting her call me Chris and went from there. But I mean, if I'm in a room with somebody else, Mac, my head's turning. So. Right. And right. plus, that's how I signed my uh, my drawings. Well, I think that's Which is why yeah. I brought up. That's yeah. why we mentioned it. Yeah. Um, uh, first and foremost, actually, you know, I- I'll say um, thank you for your service, my man. And that's something that Rico and I take pretty seriously, even though neither of us have served for various reasons. I have the disability and, and Rico's Rico. So, um, no, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's just being no, an ass. I admit I'm too much of a pussy to fucking sign up. And also I don't, while I support the fucking services, I don't support the wars. So that was right. my that's my, my whole thing. I don't think you're going to find a service member that does support the wars. And it's always the pussies that make the best soldiers and the badasses that are actually the pussies. I'd sniff them out in a heartbeat. As soon as the guy was like, I'm going to go kill people. Okay, you're peeling potatoes. And then the quiet guy reading his book, you come with me. And he was like the best operator ever. There you go. So there you go, Rico. You'd be a good operator. So I don't even fucking edit Rico's rants. The fuck? <laughs> He didn't say editor. He said operator. Difference. I I can't even operate my own fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> okay. Um. I uh. My my dad was in the Air Force, Mac, and I I I was. Gonna, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. No. I, I was no, gonna. That's and like I was one above the Coast Guard. No. Okay. One, one below the Navy, and we don't even count the Marine Corps. Well, thanks for being on the show there, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Um. Just- just insulted everybody. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's equal, and it? he goes across the board. He's not, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, but he ranked them for Christ, right? He did. Doesn't doesn't everybody? Um, no. I love my Marine Corps friends. They always eat my leftover crayons. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh shit. All right, Rico. Well, you you figure out how to go from there, because I, I'm, I'm. All right. Well, here's here's a great way. Uh, here's a great way of, of segue. Mac, what are you doing? Right now, I am drawing a couple of hideous fucking freaks. Are you looking at a mirror and, and a photograph of yourself? Uh, no, I did that earlier. Sorry. I'm actually working on a piece for you guys. Oh wow! Oh, look at us. I see myself. At- yeah, there's a bit okay. of a glare on me, thankfully, for the world. Uh, that's, just, that's just Mac looking at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I mean, that is incidentally how you and I first, quote-unquote, met. Is, uh, right. you, you did a uh, sketch of me and, and your hero, 
you know, Frank Sinatra and, and, and the other members of the Rat Pack. Right, which you didn't include Joey Bishop or Peter Lawford because you're no, you you're actually, elitist. Well, you and I actually discussed that. You we we said, do you want all the members? And I said, well, how much is that going to cost me? He's like, well, I'm going to charge you this much. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's just keep the th- first three. Yeah, the like, uh, Joey and Peter aren't worth the extra thirty bucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I, <laughs> I I did tip you heavy though. It actually you worked did. out. Okay, so the, the ghost of Peter Lawford, like, thanks for uh, introducing Sinatra to the Kennedy family, but you weren't worth 15 fucking dollars. Yeah, you weren't worth, you, you may have been the brother in Lawford, but you were not worth that much. And I'll agree, Joey Bishop was definitely not worth $15. Dude, I actually, like, I don't know why, I don't know, and I don't know why this conversation's going this way, but, like, <laughs> there's a new Rat Pack book coming out, and it's all about Joey Bishop specifically. And he apparently was not a well-liked guy, and he was kind of a fucking complete prick like even more than how bad frank can get did you watch the um the celebrity roast of dean martin oh yeah Yeah, okay if you watch the episodes and you can see the camaraderie of guys outside the rat pack like reagan and and john wayne and don rickles and all that when you see bishop he acts like an asshole like he if it was now he'd pull his dick out to get in the spotlight like he would do he's behind the scenes just Look at me, look at me, look at me, and didn't realize he was the opening act. He's kind of the original Chevy Chase. Watch your fucking mouth. He's a goddamn national treasure. <laughs> we talked shit about Sinatra. Fuck you. I can talk about Chevy Chase. Sinatra's dead. He can't whack you, man. Chevy Chase is still is alive. Chevy, is Chevy not dead? Let's, let's acknowledge something. Chevy's Chevy a walking well, corpse, is what he Chevy is. Might as well be fucking dead. Buddy. He just did a Mustang commercial with the entire cast of a, a Christmas vacation. Wow. That's kind of yeah, what I, I mean, was you, thinking. Yeah, he's hurting for money, but you still alive. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, that's your fucking... <laughs> that's, that's your defense? Your yeah. I have low standards, man. What do you want from me? I'm, a, I'm an 80s kid. Clearly, he's ta- No, no. no. He's got low standards. He's on Potescu. Um, that's know, true. That's... Yeah. So... Hell, we're, we've got low standards. We're on Potescu. So there you go. What's that tell you? That we're the same? <laughs> Something like that. We got low standards. We reached out to Chris. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, what's your rule about you don't mention people by name in, on the podcast unless you get their permission? Right? Gener- generally speaking, yeah. Okay, because not, you know, like a hardcore rule because fucking Slapnuts over here is dropping my name left and right on the Laura show. Because we knew we were going to have you. Fucking hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be fair, I did mention your name when you did give me that uh, the drawing. Yeah, we 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 did that to promote you, so that oh, you know, the people would well, come ask for drawings. That's funny, man. Like, how long ago was that? That was over a year ago now. Yeah, by far, we, like a year and a half. Yeah, something like that. We were talking about it. Like- and, I don't know. You know. I actually looked through the chat because that's when. It, we, well, Rico, uh, I I remember it wasn't long after you moved into Nancy. So how long ago was that that you moved into Nancy's? I can't fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, think about how long ago it was when you lost your virginity. It's the same time frame. Uh, I've, been girl, I've been with my girlfriend for at least three years, so there's a start. <laughs> so two years ago, because I think it was a year after you got together. So it, there she you did, go. She, you know. I, I assure you, she did not wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's not information any of us needed. So well, it's funny because I was recalling it uh, when I was working on this drawing of uh, of you guys, and I was. Remembering as I was drawing your, your your face, Rico, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I remember drawing this. Like, he was very easy to draw. And I was like, oh, shit, that was a year and a half ago. And it, it made me realize that I didn't plan any of this. Like, this whole fucking thing started in 
fucking the world of Kevin Smith. Yeah. And well, for, for the record, you gave me the drawing around August of twenty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just, just yeah. Yeah. So twenty eighteen. So you're a year and some change. Yeah. And uh, you were one of the first people to ask me uh, for a commission, which I wasn't doing. I, I didn't have any fucking clue. Right. I I just started. I did the stupid little doodle of which in action figures I thought they should make. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember that. Fucking yeah. Next thing I know. Like how much? I'm like, I, I don't know. Ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Like, fuck, I don't know. Fifteen bucks, little man. Yeah, oh, that's original. Wow. He, and then it just went from there. And I, I look back on my, uh, my work and how it's like progressed and progressed and progressed. And because uh, I didn't draw for a long, long, long decades, and I see my quote unquote skill set go from where I was in junior high, elementary school, back to where I was in, in high school, but with like confidence like i couldn't do you know this 18 months ago my my hand wasn't back in shape or anything like that so sure you guys have actually helped me uh get back on the saddle and everything good and you give us such shit for it <laughs> well yeah well, no, no. i mean we're friends are we, yes. are we all friends? Uh, if i like if i don't like you i'm really nice to you <laughs> well that sounds like rico like, like this here here CJ, you look very handsome today. See? I don't. <laughs> Doesn't. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Um, no, but I, we, I know, I think I was the one who pointed your drawings out to Rico first. I, cause I had seen some sketches you did of just Jane, Bob, that you threw up in the world of Kevin Smith, but when you were still in that group, which we're going to get into that. But, you know, in. Yay! Well, <laughs> I figured we got into it with Laura. We should get another another perspective. I'll, you I'll know. give you the unedited version. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when, to be when f- did you join up? Oh, crap. Yeah, about 18 months ago. Maybe a little bit more. Um, so backtrack a little bit. It has to do with it. So me and my girlfriend met on Facebook a little over three years ago collecting Funko Pops, which we fucking admonish now. We hate them. But we did meet that way. And um, both big collectors, huge, both of us. And I forget what I saw. It might have been like a, a, a post or something about the Clerks 2 in action figures that Kevin promised we would get if Clerks 3 gets made. And I told her, I said, oh, man, you know, I've always wanted to get this set. And there's something about Brittany Vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. You can't say that because she will buy you every fucking thing in the world. All right, so can I send you a list? 
Um, <laughs> no, I got I'm my kidding. own list, I'm, motherfucker. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I've but, actually seen like you'll it'll be like your birthday or Christmas mm-hmm. or something, and you'll just get gift upon gift upon gift, and then like an asshole, you post about it. Look, look what I got. Yeah. So a buddy of mine here in El Paso, I met by collecting toys, uh, Jeff McKnight, was like, "Hey man, I didn't know you're a Kevin Smith fan." I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. He's like, "I'm admin over at this uh, Kevin Smith group. We should join." Like, cool. And I didn't know, but she had to break down my gift giving because she got me the entire series of in-action figures, all of them. So for about two, about two fucking months, every Friday, like an asshole, <laughs> I'd post a new set. Right. And then I met, you know, guys like Levi and Daryl and stuff. We started getting along. And I think I was waiting for my last set. And I was just probably half drunk at the table. I'm like, man, why don't they make this character, this character, this character. And I posted it and, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And it looked like a fucking handicapped one-armed five-year-old drew it, but everybody liked it and it just kind of went from there. Nothing against handicapped one-armed five-year-olds. Okay. Right? <laughs> handicapped one-armed 40-year-olds, no big deal though. That's that's a no, whole different, yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Rico, you look. I've never seen Rico stun the silence before. This is amazing. It's like seeing like a dude who kind of looks like John Favreau with my fucking tone of voice. Favreau, really? Yeah, a little bit. It looked like if Favreau was just depressed. That's fair. Actually, I'll take that. I would have been more like a. You're thinner than Favreau, but you got like a very similar like look. Man, in person, I usually get like Ryan Reynolds and Ben Affleck. You wish. I didn't say it was true. I just said I get it. They obviously want something from me. Usually strippers, but you know, yeah, you they know. need the money. Actually, you know what? To, to Rico's point, I could see like swingers ever Favreau. That's what he's talking about. He's talking swingers Favreau. I think you look like Favreau when he keeps like calling the woman and he's like making an ass <laughs> himself on the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that up because this generation is like, oh, Favreau. You know, the Mandalorian, fucking MCU. I'm like, have you fucking little uh, cum stains ever seen swingers? Show them, yeah, like, tell them to watch Made. And okay, then, or like, Very Bad Things, or, yeah. I mean, he's been in some gems, and his writing is, you no doubt he was influenced by Tarantino and Smith, and sure, he came sure. just after that. Unfortunately, there was that big wave of Tarantino-esque and Smith-esque shit movies even though things to do in Denver was a ripoff, was still fucking awesome. And he kind of got caught up and they got swingers going and then just, you know, the old Hollywood, the, uh, uh, what's the fucking rapey producer? What's his name? Weinstein. Yeah. Before he got outed and Favreau couldn't go anywhere because he wasn't classically good looking. You know, Vince, Vince Vaughn got pushed because he was quirky and, and, and shit, but all the talent was in, uh, Favreau's writing and everything. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. just stoked at a, a real, Fan, I figure like in a different universe, Kevin would have wrote the MCU and he would have wrote the Mandalorian had he stewed a little longer and didn't have early success with all his view askew stuff. Right. That's that's actually an interesting way to look at it, Mac. I've never thought of it that way. Like I never thought. I mean, I I can't say I I'm a hundred percent in agreement, but I I see where you're going, and I think I think it would it's got potential for sure. You know, so they sat in video stores, man. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Re- I remember fuck when I was in the army, this is how high, high speed I was. The chicks that ran the Hollywood video would separate all the new releases before I even called to let me <laughs> cherry pick. And then when they were getting rid of the, the plastic sleeves that they would keep their movies in, 
mm-hmm. I would get cases of them for my personal collection. Neat. I had that. Yeah. I did that, that was that was huge for me. Oh yeah. Keep those VHS uh, sleeves, you know, in good condition. Because they were going to be worth money. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if you could see, but I I've like a decent chunk of VHSs, and that's just part of them. We just Those started all... uh, parting them again uh, because uh, we're going to hopefully open a toy museum, and, and we thought that'd be good nostalgia for the like wallpaper. Yeah, but they're like twenty five cents a piece. Depends where you go. Like that's I spent twenty fucking bucks on this in nineteen eighty five, and now it's worth a right. quarter. Well, I mean, I mean that—that that is why I kept collecting VHS for so long. It's because I could be entertained for five dollars and less. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I buy. I used to buy my DVDs only at the pawn shop. You know, like five for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. And if you go enough, <laughs> you get to reap the benefits of somebody's divorce or death. And there's just like five hundred <laughs> DVDs, <laughs> perfect <laughs> collections. You're like, all right, man. You know, I, fine. I'll buy every Bruce Willis movie ever made for twenty bucks. I remember. Um... Just especially with it being this time of year, Rico, I think I told this story before on the show, but I'd, I'd like for, for Mac to hear it. But, like, I remember back when Home Alone first came out on VHS, and we, my mom, <laughs> this is how ridiculous it got back then. My mom reserved the rental copy after it was sold. Like, after they did so many rentals, they would sell it. And so right. she had a reserved copy of the cell after all the rentals. And it came in an oversized box with the sponge in yep. it, like the, the big sponge in it that would like encase the tape. And we had that. I had that for years. I might still have it in my closet. That's actually, but... cool, though, because what a lot of people don't know is back then, if you were the proprietor of a video store, when you bought a VHS, it was like 120 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like you, you had to pay up mm-hmm. to make money off of it. So when they put those out for sale for five dollars, like no, we paid like, like the we most re- used condom in the world. Like here, just fucking take it. No, but that's the thing, Mac. We when we reserved this, we still ended up paying like forty bucks for it. But that's what I was going to ask because yeah. now you're paying half of what they paid for the rental price. Damn, yeah. your mom must love you. She did. She did. She, she adopted does. them. That's the whole point. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah. Well, my mom was just stuck with me. Well, no wonder why yours love you. She got the pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, was it for uh, uh, what's your name from all the Mel Brooks movies? Madeline Kahn. Yeah. History of the World. Yeah. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. We, we actually, actually just did, did a deep dive of History of the World like yeah. a couple weeks ago. Like oh, five fuck, episodes I ago. Would re- I, I would I would be okay if they would remake that as Mel Brooks as a producer and then just make it NC-17 with a warning that says if you're remotely related to a snowflake, get the fuck out of here before we start the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need more mail in the world. You do. I agree. I, I would. I personally. I mean, history of the world part one is great. And I would love to see a follow up, but like, call it part four, just right. to, just to really, just to really fuck with the fans. And and people complain now the overeducated and underexperienced fucking generation how it's racist. I'm like, no, you got a Jew who made the Inquisition into a fucking musical. That is comedy gold. And, and, and you also get fucking uh, Richard Pryor approving the script for Blazing Saddles. I mean, right. that motherfucker set himself on fire. I think yeah. he's a very interesting judge of character. But that being said, I personally would like to see a revival or a sequel or a reboot of Spaceballs. Like a sort of Disney-esque spoof of Spaceballs. The only thing is you're touching on feels there because Candy's dead. 
Yeah, obviously you you can't do candy. Yeah, Joan Rivers, you can use some voice clips. You know, it can, everything can be gotten around. Well, hey, with all this de aging CGI, you know they have fucking three hundred hours of unused footage of Candy in Barb's costume that they could reuse and just clean it up a little bit. I mean, they also did an animated short or like an animated series of Spaceballs, and they yeah. had a, a sound alike do John Candy, but obviously not a look alike. I've been I've been on the lookout for some of the uh, the, mo- the merchandise because I, <laughs> I did not know that that was his fucking dig at George Lucas for saying yeah yeah you can do it just don't make any merchandise <laughs> fucking <hate. laughs> the flamethrower <laughs> yeah the flamethrower was the one that always made me laugh the most that one and and Spaceballs the movie as they're making Spaceballs the oh, movie those were the so, two yeah I laughed so hard. And my at, when it came out, I was just a kid, and my mom was like, "Why are you laughing so hard at the flamethrower?" I'm like, "Because they put it, they put Star Wars on everything." I already got the joke, and I was like eight, and I knew it. I'm like, Star Wars condoms, Star Wars playing cards. That's hilarious. For me, the best part is when Rick Moranis is playing with the toys because that whole that whole scene was improvised. So good, man! I'm so excited for him to come back. Would, would, I mean, would Rick Moranis do a Spaceballs too? I mean, that that would. Be... Well, he's back now. You know, his uh, wife passed. He's raised his kids. They're they're adults now. And let's face it, when Ryan Reynolds gets you out of retirement for a cell phone commercial, and you know Ryan Reynolds is telling him, "Look, Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, just fucking do it. Everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. You'll make more money than you did your entire career for a couple of fucking sequels. And that's all you got to do." I would love it, though, if somehow they made it, because unlike, you know, actual Vader, obviously, his face was fine because he was flipping the thing up and down throughout the movie, right? So he was fine. So if he somehow becomes the Emperor role and there's a new Dark Helmet, that would be, for me, the way to go. Do you know what I mean? Oh, see, then they can reboot it. And then Dark Helmet could be like an ethnic girl. Sure. And the studio will be happy. That's fine. Do it. Awesome. But then we still get Moranis. And God help them. As much as I'm like, uh, reboots, they are finding the right actors to play the, the characters. Yeah. So you find me uh, an African-American or Asian chick to play Darth Helmet, but play it like Rick Moranis. Fuck it. Hey, I'm on board. I'll do it. Can't be any more fucking embarrassing and insulting as <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Oh, God. They would they would spoof the shit out of that. I am... Um... <laughs> Actually, I, I can't even speculate what they would do because I don't want Tran. If Kelly Marie Tran play like the new Kylo Ren, uh, dark helmet niece or whatever, and I actually she could, she could cry about all the animals that are being abused for twenty fucking minutes of a Star Wars movie. You, you know and what? I, I, I worked at Animal Rescue. I'm a animal guy. Well, we, and we love that about you, buddy. Honestly, we were just talking about that uh, actually pre pre interview when we were doing our intro. Um, one of the, I, you know, honestly, I could see Kevin Hart playing that. I could see Kevin Hart doing Dark, dark Helmet. I think that would work. Totally. Yeah, he can yeah. do the over-the-top Rick Moranis faces. Yep. And yeah, that, that, yeah, totally. Good, good, good call on that one. Thank you. Thank you. I don't and then think Ryan we, Reynolds can be the barf because, you know, he has to be in everything. No, I think, I think, I mean, with all respect to Pullman, I think you put him in the um, Lone Star role. Oh, absolutely. I just gave my girlfriend a, a, a lesson in, in Pullman. I had her... Watch a couple of his movies. I can't think of off the top of my head. Oh, uh, Zero Effects. Yeah. You know, and uh, God, there was one where he played an FBI agent 
and he was really a serial killer. But man, there's just nobody realizes how talented this dude actually is. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta give him credit. He was kind of believable in Casper. He was he was great. Yeah. No, I, the, I'm I'm not joking. Like uh, me I'm, too. Casper was better than I remember. Like I was like kind of like ah, oh, it's a slippery slope going down Nostalgia Road, and like you know, like I. When I was a kid, one of my all-time favorite movies was fucking the the Troll in Central Park with Don DeLuise, the Don Bluth film, and it's easily one of the worst fucking Don Bluth movies ever. But that was my shit when I was five, six years old. I watched it now. I'm like, wow, I was a really stupid five and six year old. Like this was <laughs> bad. Like I thought the plot went further. I'm like, no, this is literally like not the biggest expanding story. Like there's no growth it's literally hey we found a troll in central park the end I, you, got I a, feel... you got a guy like pullman who right now is probably on fourth of july is a more quoted speech from independence day than the fucking gettysburg address probably yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i'm not gonna lie it gets me in the fucking feels every goddamn yep. time if we had a president like that <laughs> we'd be good well, we, we kind of did about four years ago. I mean... Let's not yeah. get into that. Let's not get um, into that. Let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but honest, I, the only person that came out of that Spaceballs um, main cast I feel like didn't really do anything was Daphne Zuniga. Like, she really didn't do much beyond that that no, I... I'm trying to think what she did before that. Didn't she do Melrose Place or something? No. Right after? I have no idea. I don't think so i'll double check for you because we we do that well here. you know what she probably didn't fucking blow weinstein so her and ashley judd are selling oranges off the fucking overpass for the next 20 yeah, but, years yeah but ashley judd had a career and still kind of has a career she, she's not as rampant but she still is in, a, in an occasional fucking movie yeah it's still i fucking hit that shit and she's hot <laughs> i'm sure Brittany appreciates that she's fine with it Brittany okay. will just fucking buy a whole collection of condoms. <laughs> oh, there's COVID. You got to be safe when you cheat on me. That's true. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff, but nothing I've ever heard of. No, um, she yeah, she never uh, went further. Than, well, none of them really did. Pullman really didn't either. He never went above. I mean, let's face it, C list, C plus. Yeah, but he also has Independence Day. To your point, yeah. like you know, I mean, like, he still has that 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 other role that's like. Right, iconic. You know. Yeah. Bill so. is great when Kevin Klein like turns down a role. That's a good point, actually. Shit, he was the only good thing about the sequel to Independence Day. True. Well, really that and Rob, whoever fucking was holding up Robert Loja, I can't believe they put him on screen like that. That was fucked up. That was fuck kind of. That I mean, this. Good, I mean, I just rewatched The Sopranos, so like seeing him look old but still tough as shit, I'm just like, oh my god. Robert I forget what the condition is, but you know when your eye, their eyes just go blue, like opaque, and he was just kind of, I'm like, does embalming fluid make the corpse stand up? Like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Well, see, Spaceballs was eight, die, so so. <laughs> uh, he's right, Rico. He was on Melrose. She was on Melrose Place, That's but for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not not. It was it was like a a glorified cameo at best. It looks like it wasn't. No, no, no. She was in 111 episodes, so I guess yeah, she yeah. Was for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean beyond that. But I mean, like it's I don't know. It's not it's not Candy. It's not Mel. It's not you know what right. I mean. Like it's not those level people. You know, even even Pullman, I'd say a little more than her. But to your point, maybe not as much as you think. But see that other role sticks out. 
you know, like you, you you think of Independence Day and you think that makes him like this this grand, you know, actor and it, it's it's not so much, but you get the point, I think. So Yeah. Uh but yeah. I, I don't even know how we got here or how to get away from it. But that's you know I, I like how the, the the question was like, how did you start drawing or how did you get on the fucking world of Kevin Smith? And they're just they're like, Oh yeah, let's just talk to you about Bill Pullman for like at least ten minutes. It, isn't this how like Kevin's stand up goes? That's that's how Potescue tends to go. Yeah. So. Have you met Kevin? No. Yeah, neither. Never. Rico has any insulted him. Um, you know, so there's that. You know. I I was at a Q and A that was going to lead into a Babylon, a live Babylon show okay. over in uh, out so out sort of here in San Jose, and I. Because you know, with a Q and A, if you're lucky, if you get to be, if there's two questions, right, right. So I'm there, and I happen to be the second question, and the, and I was out up in the balcony, in the theater, and I actually worked until recently at the last video rental store in Oakland. So like, we have DVDs and Blu-rays and shit like that. Do you live in Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. What? No. What? No, no, no. What? 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 <laughs> the fucking shithole. I mean, I live in the nice part of Oakland. I live in Rockridge. That's like saying he was a cuddly raper. Like the nice part of Oakland. It's true. I mean, I, it's like, you know, have you been to Rockridge? Have you been to North Oakland? Rockridge? No. Isn't that where they filmed Blazing Saddles? It's where they set Blazing Saddles. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not Rockridge. tell you. I mean, so a lot of not, lot, not a lot of ethnicity in your side of town is what you're telling me. No, no, there's no, it's, it's still a melting pot. It's just you have, it's a melting pot with money. Ah, uh, okay. No, I'm I'm originally from California. That's why. Are you from the Bay Area? Uh, no, I'm from uh, Southern uh, San Pedro, where uh, Jay's wife Jordan is from. I don't know how that happened. What? That he I married know. her, or that you're from the same town? Because both are <laughs> pretty interesting questions. So okay, so when I was in when I went into the world of Kevin Smith. Uh, I met, um, and I have his permission, uh, Daryl Clark, uh, who's a... Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson... Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis... Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Oh, he says it now after he dropped like four other names earlier, but that's okay. We're not even going to get into that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Fuck. No, fuck them. <laughs> and he really looks to be really pissed when he hears this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think you owe him a nickel for his name drop. Captain yeah. Zuniga is just like, I'm glad someone's fucking talking about yeah. right. me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um... So anyway, he was one of the guys that uh, really liked my stuff, and we started chatting. Cool, just awesome, down-to-earth dude. And I think he got a commission or something, and the reboot was coming out. And he's like, hey, if I get a, a shout-out from you, from Kevin, like, what do I get? And we're both 
toy collectors. I'm like, I will get you the first wave of the Star Wars retros set. And they were off the shelf at the point. Like, I know a guy. I'll get you a whole set. Figuring he was full of truck. Shit. Yeah, no, yeah, not not too far from that. Um, figuring he was full of shit. And a couple minutes later, he sends me a video from uh, Zapsic at the stash. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, who the fuck is this guy? And sure enough, by an hour later, I watch it, and I'm like, fucking, the lone tear rolling down my cheek, and I show Brittany, <laughs> fucking video to me from Kevin saying how great my work is and talking shit about the people who work at Tee Public. <laughs> you know? You're way better than them. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, which, of course, you know, turned into a bunch of uh, kneecap-sucking douchebags in the world of Kevin Smith who either want to be my best friend because they thought I was friends with them or uh, telling me to shut up and stop posting so much. So that's I'd like to that. point out you can buy Podeskew merchandise on tpublic.com. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I draw way better than those guys. Kevin said so. T-Public well, doesn't we... draw, though. T-Public's just a, a spot. It's not, I don't think yeah. they actually, yeah, so... <laughs> Well, I mean, it was we, still a we, fucking compliment from Kevin Smith, okay? Yeah, we, we could do the same thing. Don't shit on my dreams. We have a minute ten long we have a minute ten long video compliment from ourselves. We have it. You haven't have you not seen that? I said it to you. Yeah, no, I saw it. Okay. No, and that was that was cool because yeah. that was organic. It was very he was just he was yep. just going down the list of podcasting like and yours came out of his mouth. Well no as much as much as didn't he, right? Well, yeah, but that's our entire network. That's all the seven shows that are our network that we started. Oh, so. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. It was. A, yeah, yeah. I had a really fidget with opening it. Uh, Daryl had me to get to it. So I'm not a big podcast guy because I grew up with talk radio. So I'm slowly realizing, oh, this is more entertaining. Mm-hmm. This, yes. this is more fun. This is I can <laughs> yes. sit here and draw and just listen to people talk shit and not debate the stock market. Right. No. Well, I mean, yeah, I think we talked pork bellies a few episodes back, but you know, otherwise, you know, so concentrated orange juice. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. So, but uh, yeah, so that that happened, and um, didn't know that he knew Kevin, and uh, is personal friends with him, and he doesn't really run around saying it or anything, because you know, it's just his friend to him. Like he's told me, he's like, I forget, he's in famous. He's just my buddy. Uh, and they got uh, met each other playing in that, the street hockey league years ago and all that. Um, so, of course, right away, uh, what was that? And I'm glad I'm mentioning this. Giovanni something. You remember he was doing this shitty oh, Star Wars lightsaber cut and paste crap? No, I don't. Giovanni, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, this dude jumped on. On, on my hold, fucking nuts. Hold on. Without really being overly critical. That dude contacted me so much about coming on here. Oh, my God, right? Oh, is that the guy you're talking about, Rico? Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't, because he's a real fucking dude, and I don't think he would appreciate it, but, like, we... Let's I don't open care. It. It's, it's so, I mean... Bleed his name out, fine, fine. But this dude, I'm telling you, man, he came after me with a vengeance. He'd only seen Clerks. That's all he'd ever seen. Well, And I'm not a snob about being a fan, like you guys were talking with Laura. Hey, you're a fan, you're a fan. Yeah. That movie inspired you. Cool. Then this dude starts pitching me his fucking comic book. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, okay. And I'm and again, I'm not a judgmental guy. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Now I'm gonna go home and tell Brittany this guy wants to pitch a fucking comic book called Scorpion, and he's <laughs> supposed to be just like Wolverine. Oh, I read that book. It's called Wolverine. 
And was he it Scorpion was... or Scorpio? It was oh, no, it was Scorpion. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> and well, Chris, again, what... fine. If that's your shit, man, fine. But I have a really low tolerance. I have a lot of good friends of mine that are uh, toy designers and shit. And, and painters and stuff. And I admire and I admire somebody who has less talent than me that'll put sh- their shit out. And I admire people that have more talent than me that put your shit out. It's all good. However, Is that why you're here? Yeah. Um, I don't like. You don't like the back. I don't like. Yeah. Like, oh, my kick ass art. Like, uh, it's all right. Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. You know? I mean, and, art is in the eye of the fucking beholder, man. But when know. the artist is saying how good it is, that's. Yeah, cringeworthy I mean, to me. The, okay. the you know it's it, it's interesting though because I'm glad you brought the comic book, not that particular book, but just comic books in general. Because we know someone who writes a comic book. It's called Music Maker, and it's it's a great book. We've been very supportive of her. She she writes a, the concept is amazing in that she's found a way to integrate music into comic books. Like. Oh. Um, you read the book, and at certain points in the book, there'll be a QR code, and you scan it with your phone, and it starts playing the song you're meant to hear Absolutely. while you're reading. Yeah, it's a really cool okay. concept. And she had a really, really cool art style for the book, and then her artist ghosted on her, just fucking disappeared. And I Which immediately— I think is COVID. I think personally, like, I'm worried about the guy, first Well, yeah, well, we're not we're not sure if he was just being a jerk-off or something happened, because it did happen during all this COVID— junk so we don't know what happened but and he's in like argentina or chile or something like he's down in south america somewhere um and she's in pittsburgh just to give you like a a a concept but like when she was looking for new artists i pointed her in your direction because your style similar to what the other guy had and i was like i think you'd be a good a good fit so I, I don't know that. if she ever reached out, but we certainly pointed you pointed her at least in your direction because we thought you'd be a, you would be a good fit for her, the style that she was going for. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so she probably saw my profile pic and yeah, just admitted how rapey it looks. I, let's bad to do that. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if, if that. for some reason yeah. if, if you end up actually like sketching for her, mm-hmm. uh, you will have to sketch us again because yeah. she told us that she's going to put us in like one of the next issues. The sixth episode. We had her the sixth on issue. Kind of, yeah. Uh, we, we, gave, like, we gave her some shit. We're like, what are we going to be in the fucking book? And we didn't okay. really need it. She was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll totally put you in the book. So basically, if she hits me up, immediately turn down the job. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Um, You're tired now, of let's get back to Giovanni. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So this dude, dude, he was just. How do you know Kevin? How do I get to Kevin? How do I get him to like my tweets? Oh, I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. And I was very cordial with him. Like, I, I don't know Kevin. I, I, he's never even liked one of my fucking tweets. Right. No, bull. He didn't believe me. <laughs> Bullshit. You got that video. How do I get my stuff in front of him? And I'm like, okay, this guy really. And I and again, I was like, you know what? Just just be nice, man. You know, maybe. What if he's not all there? What if he's just overexcited today? What if he yeah. did a little too much coke? Whatever. <laughs> you know. I mean, who hasn't been there? And me, then <laughs> you haven't done it or you haven't done too much. <laughs> Both. Yeah. So he hits me up one day and I was in the middle of a bunch of commissions and it was very public in, in the, the world of Kevin Smith at the time. And to, Hey, uh, how much for a drawing? Can you squeeze me in? Like, sure. And he wanted like a whole page of his comic book or area. Oh, it was a day that they were supposed to invade area 51. Hmm. Mm. And he wanted Area 51 with a huge crowd of people and spaceships and all this crap. I'm like, 
bro, even if I discharge you the hourly rate, that's going to be like a hundred bucks. And that's being nice. You know, I have to admit, it's actually kind of an interesting idea. If you put like all the fucking cinematic, awesome aliens, like in the background, like ET and, and the xenomorph and shit like that. No, I mean, nothing that, like, nothing that original or fun at all for him. I mean, I asked for the rap act. How fucking original is that? Yeah, but I'm a fan. So I oh. told him, I was like, Hey, you know what? It's going to be at least a hundred bucks. And that's me being nice. But, uh, you know, I'm willing to do it. So shoot me an offer. What can, what are you working with? I shit you not. And again, I hate, it makes me sound like an asshole because, but he was like, how about 20 bucks? I'm like, I was like, just, I can't man. With time, I don't think my work, my work is worth all that much money, but just fucking time. Like, no, I can't do it. Never heard from a guy again. And then he started putting out the Star Wars uh, Photoshop fucking things. And that's where I started getting into it, the admins of the world of Kevin Smith. I was like, I never promoted myself. I never asked for a fucking penny. I just put free drawings out there. Right. What, you know, what, I'm just entertaining people who ask me. I don't even know what I'm doing. But I was self-promoting. This dude's flat out posting T-shirts. Yeah. And that, you know, that kind of fell apart. But that, that turned into a big old debate of the admins and this and that. And uh i ended up getting booted yeah we we had our own interesting issue with him i mean he he kept well he i should to be fair rico did i didn't no just just being honest i'm not i'm not standing out but i'm saying i never dealt with the guy but that was yeah i was yeah cj was a lot of like like i would tell him what giovanni would say and then get back to me and and he'd be like no dude and hey like i gotta be on the show because kevin smith liked my tweet i'm fucking famous it wasn't even that he wanted to talk about his all of his like extra work in hollywood that he's done which i find interesting i'm like okay you're an extra tell me what that was like that's cool you were in a fucking movie and and maybe we could spot you and i've reached out to a bunch of people i mean Giovanni is just kind of a fucking the, like he pulled the pies on card with me. And the, and oh, the thing, wow, the thing and the thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way was at one point he was like, "I can tell you stories about Hollywood no one will ever be able to tell you besides me." And I'm like, and I looked up his IMDb and I'm like, this yeah, guy hasn't been in enough shit for me to right. yeah, yeah. So I, and like, I, just, I just have no tolerance for that too. Anybody who strokes their ego. And wants to be in public to stroke your ego. I don't have any tolerance for it. I, what? I just, you're the, a fucking douchebag. I, I do have to ask why you're on this show then. <laughs> because I asked him. I, I, I like yeah. you know, I'll, I'll stroke his ego. Well, no, and we had talked enough during your commission and stuff that he, Rico understood me. Right. Uh, I don't think my work is that great. I see other artists. I'm like, shit, I can't do that. And it's real. And I like doing it. It was very hard for me to like put numbers and price tags on my work because I would want to do it for free. But then the you know, the fucking leeches come out, but then I met people like Rico and we're talking and we're chit chatting about Sinatra and we're having fun. And then I'm in the makes me enjoy do the drawing. And then when the person gets it, they're all fucking ecstatic. And I brought some of that happiness to somebody's life for five minutes or whatever. Yeah. That's what I do it for. That's fucking awesome. And I'll, and I'll say, like, Chris, this, I'm not saying this because you're here. Rico and I have talked about your work several times throughout the course of the show, and it's always been positive. I mean, as much as we're ball-busting and having fun here, we really have said – and this is even before he got the commission. Like, I said to Rico, like, dude, this guy's got some it, – it, it's not about good or bad in my eyes because to me there is no such thing as good or bad. It's, it's just different styles. I mean, yeah, okay, there is bad. There's some just flat-out shit. But, like, you like, saying like – Scorpion? I, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to it. But like yeah. you, 
you saying yours is not as good as you know you know X person. If you put those two pieces side by side, I might disagree with you because I might like your style better. They might be equally as good, but just different styles. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and so yeah, no, I get it, man. Like, Brittany's really good to, uh, with that for me. We, um, are you guys familiar with designer toys? No. Okay, no. so they're like private artists uh, that hand sculpt figurines, and in, in that community, maybe they get big enough to get a couple hundred of them run from a toy company. So very unique pieces, and there's some very renowned and uh, famous artists. One of them, his name is John Paul Kaiser, and he'll take a little three-inch figure, and the detail, he'll do like a pirate ship on it by hand with no magnifying glass. Like He's fucking amazing. And we went to the convention, and he came over um, from across the pond, and a real nice guy, we're chit-chatting and stuff. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go draw a cartoon real quick of my four favorite artists, and I'm going to take Amy, of course, and I'm going to take him around and have him sign it. So here's this ridiculous renowned artist. The guy gets like $300, $400, $500 commissions a whack for a little figure they paint. Right. And I give him his cartoon and just jaw drop. Like, you, you did this? And another artist next to him uh, named God Machines, phenomenal painter. Uh, you know, his thick British accent. He sees it. Oh, look at Mr. Fucking Talented over here. Oh, shit. I'm like, whoa. But because like CJ said, it's different. Mm-hmm. They don't see what they do as talented. They wish they could do what I did. Even on comic book, man, was it uh, Jim Lee was on there? Yeah, yeah. Was he, he was the second artist they had to do a drawing, right? Uh, um, I there don't was rem- Jim Lee and there was fucking, what's his name? Um, um, God damn it. Uh, the, he was kind of a jack, like, Dude, yeah. his dad was an animator, right? I can't think okay, of who. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think so of So it was Jim yeah. Lee, and Jim Lee said how uncomfortable he was because he's never been good at doing caricatures. Mm. Uh-huh. Like, he can't draw a real person. He could just draw made-up faces. And so it touches on what you said. Like, okay, apples and oranges, apples and oranges, you know? Well, let me show you this. So years ago, I don't know if there's actually a date on it. Uh, yeah, 2013. So years ago, I was at a bar that's around the corner from my house. And there was literally, he was known as the crackhead artist. He was just, he was just, okay, there's the crackhead. And he's actually a really good sketcher. Look at that. Nice. That's, that's me. And I'm like, you may be way too fucking good looking. And you made me thin. He's like, yeah, man, it's all good. And I'm like, and he did it in like 10, 15 minutes, which I was really impressed with. But. I just I want to point out that the uh, the drawing I did of you guys the first thing CJ said was you're too thin. I did say that. I, I, I did. I, I I agree. You definitely made my face really angular. But I didn't I didn't realize you, you, my teeth were that big. That's a little scary. It's a fucking cartoon. I get it. Christ, not, man, calm down. No, I don't see your eyes, CJ. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, well, I right. I had done some profiles of them and everything, and. When I pick out characteristics, like Rico, you have a very animated face. Your yes. eyes have angles. You have a wide nose. You have a long head. Like you have glasses. You have a uh, accessory. You know, so that makes it more. You have thick eyebrows and all that. CJ, not so much. He has a pronounced nose. He's got a goatee. All right, you can work with that. But his eyes aren't. They're not big. They're not bulgy. They're not squinty. They're not right. slanted. There's not a lot going on with them. So I'm like, you know, what? fuck it. I could ruin the drawing by putting his eyes on there. It could just yeah, totally I've, detract from the other stuff. I've got more narrow eyes than he does. I've got oh, for my sure. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes put myself to sleep. I can't even believe your headphones cover those ears. I saw. Oh, they're actually not that big. Yeah, well, I made they them stick huge. out, but they're not, they're actually, uh, yeah. 
So like Kevin, it, see, like Kevin, it took me a long time drawing him over and over and over before I realized, oh shit, his fucking ears stick out. Yeah, and, and he, gives a, he gives a lot of shit to Schwabach for her. Yeah, part. right. That's yeah. how I learned. I was drawing his wife, and it's very hard for me to draw girls because it's easy for me just to just be a dick to a guy. I'm like, no, fuck it. You have a big nose. You, you draw really, you draw a really good Rosario. I've got to give you props mm. for yes, Rosario. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, that took me a minute though because when I start drawing girls, I tend I, my brain switches on, and I start sketching instead of doing a cartoon. Because I've had so many uh, chicks, like, my nose is too big. My ass is too small. My tits are too big. I'm too fat. Blah, 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 blah. So I have to really just shut my brain down. I'm like, fuck it. This is how you look, you know? You, and so I was drawing uh, Kevin's wife. I'm like, what am I missing? What am I missing? I'm like, okay, you're just being way too... Her ears stick fucking out. That's yeah. it. You know, when I drew Harley the first time, like... And, well, you know, she's changed physically a lot. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Years. But at the time Reboot came out, she still had a very pronounced nose like cj's just boom it, it is what it is now a couple years later it's, her features have actually changed mm-hmm. but at the time i feel bad for slapping cj's beak on fucking kevin's daughter <laughs> uh... you know and she has heavy eyelids so it, it, it took me a minute to really get comfortable to just relax and drawing uh, harley and drawing rosario actually really helped me just mm-hmm. chill out, and because of that, I was able to capture uh, Kevin's wife Jennifer, and realistically, you know, and and finally, Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick, and when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round the clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three, but in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round the clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Ready to step up your meal prep game in 2022? Make your mealtime resolutions a reality with help from HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Take your pick from 50 weekly menu and market items designed by chefs to help you save time, save money, and eat well. All delivered straight to your door. Plus, thanks to pre-portioned ingredients that help reduce food waste, you can check sustainable eating off your list too. Go to HelloFresh.com Hungry16 and use code Hungry16 for 16 free meals plus three free gifts. Join uh, Alanis Morissette. Help me. Like, you know, she has a long head. She has this. You know, it's yeah, okay yeah. to expand on a girl's features. And to me, I thought my whole life, I thought, well, maybe I'm being, I'm being nice because I'm not exaggerating your girl's features. And then you're like, no, you're being a fucking sexist, man. Kick him in the dick just like you do a guy. Too fucking bad. You want a cartoon, you're getting a cartoon. Right, right. You, you got big hips, I'm drawing big hips. I, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm, I, and, and I'm not saying this because you're on camera or you're with us chris because i'm but i'm looking at god machine stuff and it's good i'm not gonna sit here and say it's bad it's not but i prefer yours like i prefer your style over this any day the way this is very intricate and detail oriented very uh you know leonardo da vinci type stuff it's a different aspect and i I think you guys fall into so many people that I, i just can't believe that like my style and i i guess when i really thought about it my style can be simplistic. You know, I just do the square heads with the dot eyes. I can do that. I can do caricatures. But I guess the one thing I will admit that I'm good at, I guess the most compliments on, are the, the details and my the Easter eggs. And yes. I learned yes. that in high school. 
I hate it when you go to the mall and they just draw a super big head and they just do like a stick figure body. Yeah. yeah. And I would do caricatures of my friend. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you're, you fucking walk hunched over. Maybe you got a big ass. Maybe you have hairy forearms. If you don't put that shit in there. Right. Are we talking about me still for Christ's sake? But... <laughs> yeah. I, I see that you didn't lose your hair. It just rerouted itself to like every yeah. other uh, point yeah. of your body. I am. Um, yeah. Does that, I, does my, that sweater, does that sweater it, come in a V-neck? It, it, my chest looks like Robin Williams's knuckles. Um, nice. Well played. It, well played. It's funny you put it the way you did though, Chris, because like my, my girlfriend was asking like, what do you like? So, cause I was describing your art and she hadn't seen any of it, like visually seen any of the shots. And she goes, Oh, is it like characters? And I said, no, because he doesn't do that exaggerated, exactly what you said. You don't do the exaggerated head with the little body. Like, you you do it, and as best I can put it, you do it more proportionally. But like you said, yeah. you put the little Easter eggs with the little, you know, little things like that. But it's still overall more, more proportional. And I actually prefer yours over, like, you know, like a mall caricature artist or whatever. Because I like oh, that, you know. Um, you're so sweet. You're just saying that because I said you were handsome. No, and you're the only. Because yeah, I was fucking lying. I didn't. Yeah, it, so. yeah, I know. It's it's okay. <laughs> I I see myself in the mirror every day. Um. So. <laughs> but and, and that's why, like, when I I did a clerk's one, I think, and you know, Marilyn's short. Yeah. Oh, very. So you know, she's half the size of Dante, and it becomes more realistic. Yeah. You know, and I, I pride myself on that, and like when you said, "Oh, I have an earring." If you're so inclined, I don't really care. But in my brain, I'm like, how fast did I put the earring on? Seconds. Like 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had to have it on there because it is that way. Right. Even when you were sketching me for, with the Rat Pack thing, you, I think you were like, so how tall are you? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm about as tall as Frank. Like, right. I'm 5'7". And you're like, uh, yeah, I think you even got like, oh, you're like 5' nothing? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, oh, remember, I remember when I was 5'7". Yeah, well, I'm not going to get any fucking taller. I'm, you know, wider, I don't, maybe. But not I don't taller. I don't remember when I was 5'7", because I've never been 5'7", but that's okay. Yeah, yeah but Rico's 5'7", squared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 5'7", on a good fucking day. I'm 5'6", and three quarters. Uh, but yeah, it's important to me, because it's, it's going to you. Okay, so inevitably, right. you're going to show it at the dinner party. You're going to show it to your family. You're going to have some friends that go, that sucks. And you're going to have some friends that go, oh my fucking God, that's amazing. And somebody's going to say, holy shit, how did he know that you were only 5'7", and Dean Martin was, what, 5'11", 6 foot? Yeah, 6 foot. You know? Even, actually, yeah. Right, so there had to be a little difference to make it realistic. And if you're short as shit, I'm going to draw you short as shit. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm working on this group one for the, the ViewSQ fan art group. Have you guys seen it? Are you in that group? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I am, yeah. So, you know, Danielle, she's half the size of everybody. She's tiny. Right. And I did Laura, and you know what? Laura commended me on it. She's like, you got my hips. She's got big hips. She's chesty. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, what am I going to do? I'm going to give her a fucking stick figure body? That's Actually, not going to look like her. I'm, I'm looking at that one right now. It's on the first, it's the top of the page right now. Okay. So, yeah. And you got a cab? And I, I let people send in, like, if CJ was like, dude, okay, we got to get in on this. We want to be in the picture. Cool. Well, obviously, I'm going to have to draw him in a shit fucking Eagles jersey. No. You know? <laughs> what do you mean, shit Eagles jersey? What team do you like? And it, don't even ask, man, because this season I don't want to admit it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now you have to, motherfucker, and bring it on. I'm a, I'm a Texans fan. Okay, you, that, you could have said worse. I got no problem with that. That's fine. Well, yeah, but, I didn't say Eagles. 
And then, you know, if I'm drawing Rico, I'll draw, you know, with a little t-shirt with his tea stick in there, like, I like Star Wars. But it makes it personal. So I'm allowing everybody to submit pictures and like, what do you want? And sometimes, hey man, shirt, what the fuck? Oh, you know, there's a mustard stain somewhere on there. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Fucking Willem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he went Willem on you. Damn. <laughs> Uh, guys that are chefs, like, hey man, put me in my chef apron, or yeah, uh, you know, can you? If I I, I asked for donations, not commission prices, because it keeps people from just being complete total assholes. Like, can you draw my entire fucking family? Like, are you gonna tip me a dollar? Like, no, then I'm not doing it. So this is me more giving back because this is gonna be a one-time thing, and so many of the original people that uh, supported me and encouraged me or in the group. I'm like, I want to do something nice. It's the holidays. I'll do it. I think I've raked in like 130 bucks. And by the time it's over, I'm going to do about a thousand dollars worth of work. So it's not for the money. And I'm also allowing people uh, that can trade in for acts of kindness. Like you send me a picture of you dropping a blankets at an animal shelter. You're paid for it. Right. Um, and, you know, people are being sweet. Like, Hey, can you draw me with, a little Spider-Man on my shoulder because my autistic nephew is my superhero, but he's very self-conscious about his disability and I don't want you to draw his face. Or can you do this? Can you do that? It's just so heartwarming. And when it's over, the way you see everybody represents them. It looks like them. It's, it's what they're about. You know, if I was being honest, my character would have had like a, a case of Natty Light and a carton of camels and, you know, Pornhub <laughs> open on my cell phone. Okay. Don't look at me like that, Rico. You know what I'm talking about. You got that same message. Wait till 2021 until there's new videos to watch. I, yeah, I, I ran out of shit to watch. I, uh, I've gone through all the seasons of Pornhub. <laughs> I'm caught up. <laughs> oh, so, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I like doing that, and I think it's the, the details. You know, because if somebody came over and saw... CJ is like, oh shit! He's even got your your black flat cap. He's got your Eagles right. jersey. Right. You got a microphone in front of your face. Yeah, that's part of it. You can get away that's with not a, a lot. Microphone. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, speaking of details, I, I see you've got a lot of ink. Uh, have you ever yeah. designed one of your own tattoos? No, no, no. God, no. That's like writing and directing a movie. I would put myself in. Who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's me, Kevin. Um, no, people ask me that all the time, and I, I don't because I, I respect the uh, the artists themselves. I, sure, I know a, I know a guy who put his own he has his own toy line, right? He's trying to push. He put his own fucking logo on his arm. Come on, yeah. Are you, are you gonna put a fucking selfie on your forearm? I think Rico would get the Potaskew logo if we got big enough. I think he would. That's different. Because that's a logo somebody else made. It might be something he's doing, but this artwork is, he drew it. He designed it. Everything about him. It's just like a bumper sticker on your own arm. I would, know, get, the, I would get the name Potaskew in the, in the font and everything. I would not get my face in CJ's face. Right. See? That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. And I, was, and I respect the artist. I respect the guy who did our work. It's right. not that all. It's just, you know, you don't... There's, there's like the rule. You really shouldn't fucking put a girlfriend's name inked on you because you could fucking <laughs> yeah. break up. Yeah. Yeah, but then you just end up dating nine chicks named Heather. Yeah, but I'm not going to... How many fucking odds am I going to fucking, you know, have another podcast partner named CJ? That's well, true. Our names aren't on it anyway. It's just a, it's just our faces. But anyway... I'm not going to find anybody who looks like you. 
Yeah, well, true. Uh, I am curious, and and I I'm I'm opening a door here, and if and if you choose not to walk through it, I respect that. But what do you think of the logo? I meaning Potosco. I'm curious your thoughts on it as an artist. I I dig it. There's to me there's different levels of characters in cartoons. You can go uh, very simplistic, like when I do like the dot eyes. Yeah. You know, I hide I hide that because the hair is is like on point, or the ears are on point, or whatever. So I can hide the. The eyes and the eyes are like the hardest thing to capture with anybody. Sure. Sometimes it's easier just to find that. And then you can go into a Warner Brothers style or a Simpson style. The the way he drew your guys' characters, it's very uh, you know, cartoon network. It's easy. It's a style that you can apply to sure. every single person on the planet. Like when people are drawn as a Simpsons character. You know, it's, it's just funny in that style. We actually we we when we when we commissioned that from him, we we actually pitched it as um, do the clerk's cartoon, but put your own spin on it is how we pitched it to him. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that. we got. That's how I started. I, I borrowed from that, you know, yeah. just to, uh, I hadn't drawn in so long. I was like, uh, just go look, look at something. Oh yeah. I can do that easy. I was just trying to get the idea out of sure. my head to represent whatever toys I wanted me. So I like it. It's simple. It's easy. It's not busy. You can put it on a lapel pin and not lose any detail. You know, if you put my shit on an enamel pin, you fuck it. You're losing all kinds of detail. You can put it on a hat. You can put it on a T-shirt. Uh, and it, it keeps the original artwork. You, you don't lose anything behind it. I think that Rico should grow the fuck up and stop wearing that hat and just say, hey, I'm fucking bald and beautiful. And that's the way it is. I don't. I actually don't wear the fedora. He really doesn't wear it. He just asked for it in the in the logo. So, and if we ever do a live show, he has to wear it. I've already told him that. Well, but yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll make you guys a deal. Uh, I'm gonna no. send you. The, I'm gonna send you the drawing that I did of you guys, and whatever you need from me, I will give up all my intellectual property rights to it. And I don't think you should use it for your logo. I like the logo because it's just, it's cheap and simplistic to print on a t-shirt and a hat. It's easy to work with. However. You guys want to use it for something? You want to do a special run? You guys want to make your own shirts? Whatever. You guys are free to use it and do whatever the fuck you want with it. Well, that's really gracious of you, and I appreciate that. And and, and the only thing I was going to ask for, honestly, and it wasn't even that extensive, was if before uh, next week, if you could send me a digital screenshot of it so that I can... Because the, the, our episodes allow us to put individual pictures up for like the t- oh, okay. for the episode, so I was going to use nice. it for that episode picture because i think it'd be a cool thing since you were on the show and you did the drawing i think it'd be a fun thing so um, oh what's my episode going to be titled we haven't figured that out yet i've i've been struggling with that i mean i I think you should title it title it this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) that's not actually have not said like in a title like have a cuss word what i've been wanting to push that every once in a while and like now my new fucking greeting is what's up motherfuckers right so or what? this bung this bunghole. All right, question, guys. Yeah, I can. I'll sign it, Mac. I already did. Yep. Now, do you want it personalized? What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know what to exactly mean. I, I like don't. Two, two fucking yeah. Rico and, and fuckface. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't write fuckface. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I very well, rarely I'm... do people ask me to personalize it, and people sometimes ask me to put my legal signature. Because if something ever becomes a print or if I do the book or whatever, they have something special. Now, Rico, I know you're a movie guru, right? So I only sign my drawings one way. The same way that Bill Murray signed his his enlistment papers and stripes. 
fuck, dude. I haven't seen Stripes in like. I'm guessing it's an X based on Murray, but I've never seen Stripes, so I'm no, sorry. He, he actually yeah. verbalized it while he's signing the enlistment papers, like to Uncle Sammy, get well soon. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. People get him and they're like, why am I sick? Why are you saying get well soon? I'm like, ah, fuck it. Kevin yeah, Prince, yeah, yeah. I love you. I'm putting get well soon. You know, you my, guys my, were talking. You guys were. Go ahead, Rico. I'm sorry. Well, my question is, is how, I mean, I would assume CJ's getting the fucking original print because I already have one of you. How, how are no, we- no, no. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a high res scan and email it and you guys can. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that'd be kidding. great. Yeah. Um,. Actually, if you send it to the Potterski, if you send it once off to the Potterski account, we both have access and we can just both pull it from there. So. What's the date today? The 29th? Uh, no. 30, no. 30th? 20th? 20th. 20th. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Is it still 2020? Fuck, how did I get the 29th? Uh, I don't oh. know. But hey. Um, but yeah, man. I, I First off, thank you. To really mean, like, we, uh, for the audience. There it is. Love it. Love it. Back just a little bit. Just a little bit. There you go. Um, to, to be fair to the audience, I want to just stress, we, you know, we didn't ask for that. You volunteered that and we're very oh, grateful. Oh, shit, you're blowing up my phone right now. Like, give me the fucking gun, <laughs> motherfucker. No, for, for real though. You, the initial you, sketch, that was all you. Yeah, that yeah, was no, all no, you. I, I totally wanted to do yeah. it. I thought it'd be, uh, uh, fun to whip something up. And, uh, obviously you guys have me on here because of my drawing. So, you know, that... legally I'm not allowed to strip on camera anymore in the county so, oh well, damn, yeah, no, um, no, but that, yeah, we brought you on for that. We also wanted to talk about the the different boards because one of the one of the reasons we had Laura on was to tell her story about what happened to her with the world of Kevin Smith, you know, right. and we know you got caught up in some shit there too, and yeah. you know, you you've alluded to some of it already, and you know, if if there's any more you felt like you wanted to get into, we can, but you know, you you've actually been. Like I said, I've been a fan since the first sketch I saw you put out. And again, that was back in the world of Kevin Smith before you broke off and then the the VSQ fan art and all that stuff. But I you know, like you said, we're just we're just fans of your, your art style and, and how that comes through and that you know and and you seem like a fun guy from what we've seen. I mean prior to talking to you when we saw just like your posts and whatnot, you know. So Yeah, now we have, now we all have just regrets of, of Yeah, that. basically. This, yeah, you know. I so. get it. That's what my mom said after I was born. Mine too. Oh, you're giving me shit for like having Star Wars on my shirt. And you're wearing the fucking Flintstones. Yeah, I have at least like twenty, thirty Star Wars shirts. My nerd shirt game is fucking strong. Have you fucking doubled down and bought some fucking FX lightsabers like I have? No, but I have a lightsaber tong set for my barbecue. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Rico right, spent so... something like five hundred dollars on lightsabers this summer. Uh, Britney's spending 600 buck, bucks on a, uh, sideshow exclusive pulse rifle from aliens. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got four lightsabers for the amount that, I mean, one of them was outrageously expensive. It was that Luke Skywalker return of the Jedi FX fucking like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of those black series ones. And that was, I, every time I tried looking for one, it was, this one was 350. Like it was outrageous, and it was a birthday present to myself. And I'm like, I've I've never spent anything like that, you know, the amount on that. And it was just, I I can't find it fucking anywhere. It was worth it. It was it was ultimately uh, fucking. Okay, worth it. I agree. I find when you spend more, like when I got out of pops, and I was uh, one of the most astute collector that friends all over the fucking world. I found that, and Brittany's finding now too with statues, like. 
you know, she just spent eight hundred bucks on an eleven hundred dollar Harley Quinn statue, like fucking huge. Nice. Wow. And she's like, okay, I want to get rid of anything that's under a foot tall. Like, stop pussyfooting about it. Don't get fifteen different target lightsabers get the fucking four hundred dollar ones so, you don't have to buy every other lightsaber so let me ask you this because i am key you brought this up earlier and i meant to get onto it but we just got into other stuff I, and i'm not you know uh, bill pullman. yeah bill pullman bill. um but how how not that i'm i'm not a big collector of pops i have a bunch and they're ones that i wanted just because i like the characters and i'm not about like they have to be in the box mine are open and sitting on my desk you know i'm not i'm not collecting in that regard right so right. I don't. I'm not like gonna sit here. I'm not sitting here defending Funko when I ask this question. But like, what got you out? What made you decide you don't like? What changed your perspective on that? Well, I liked him because again, you could get one thing to represent a movie you like. I don't have to have twenty figures. And sure, all. It's just, just one. Cool. And they were killing it in pop culture. You know, they're making pops of uh, movies and TV shows that we never had. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Add so. The nostalgia was awesome and uh, met so many cool people. And they were affordable. Ten bucks a piece. Hey, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sometimes. And the exclusives, the hunts and knowing people in Australia, they can get me stuff from pop culture that nobody else could get. And Mm -hmm. Toy Tokyo. And I had connections everywhere. And then the head designer and he had uh, he was the godfather of the reaction line that I was a fan of. And he started doing a toy line called Tiny Ghost. Real cute. His own his own company. Funko allowed him to do his own shit. Mm-hmm. And Brittany fell in love with him. And she literally, the most, nobody had a bigger collection of the unique pieces that he had. And the fucking douchebag knew us. We talked to became friends, uh, insulted my girlfriend one day uh, oh, no. for, for buying a piece that he said ripped off his design, even though the design was made before his. Some shit like that. I don't know. I didn't like it. And, um, you know, I'm very protective, obviously, the people I love. And if you hurt my friends and you're, fuck you, I'm not giving you my money. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. And then it started dawning on us, too. Like, fuck, man, they're getting carried away, man. They're putting out 30, 40 a month. Who the fuck? You don't care about your audience. Right. Nobody can keep up with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're getting all high in your high horse and you bought the company from another guy. So you're not fucking special. Right. You know, and I, I, did, I just didn't like the way they do business. I mean, God bless them. They're making money, and that's what life's all about. But I don't appreciate a toy company that doesn't care about its audience. Like, I'm big into um, Qfigs by the company Quantum or Q, uh, QMX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very personable company. Their Facebook page, they will talk to you. They listen to you, and you see the results of your recommendations. Yeah. Uh, be bird. And you're like, shit. And, you know, they're putting out 10 a year. 12? Mm. Yeah, I, Ooh, I like I, this. I, I like this Miles Morales Spider-Man. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and, and they listen and they take uh, suggestions from their consumers. And like right now, they got in a deal with Walmart and they want our feedback. How's it going? It's not going well. Tell us why not. The boxes are damaged. We need to know this so we can fix it. You don't see fucking Funko doing that. Christ, Kevin's Pops 
Half of them are ruined. Everybody's up in arms about that shit. I, uh, the reason why I got that Luke Skywalker saber is because I had ordered a saber from Ultra Sabers. Compensating? <laughs> yes. No, it was, it was yes. birthday fucking, like, I want my fucking, because I, you know, I had had all the fucking little fucking sabers when I was a kid. And I was like, I, I'm seeing all these fucking things. Like, a friend of mine got a Darth Vader one. And what really started the whole thing was my mom found a fucking FX Darth Vader uh, lightsaber circa 2005 from, like, Revenge of the Sith shit. And she got it for, like, $5. And it fucking works. And, it, I mean, it's a little battle damage, but I actually kind of dug it, kind of, because, like, a part of it's broken off. I'm like, it looks like it actually went through a lightsaber fight. Like, it actually looks like, like, if... Vader went up against Luke, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to, you know, get something special for myself. So I got a, a thing from Ultra Sabers and I personalized it and I actually got a discount code. All in all, I spent like $200 on it, but. I, I feel like you're regurgitating the justification speech you gave your girlfriend for the purchase. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she got me one separately. She got me and I, I like them all. I like them all for different reasons. But I was super disappointed with the Ultra Savers one because the customer service was bullshit. And I'm the I'm the idiot who just kept seeing all their ads and, and seeing only the five-star reviews and not actually looking and doing my homework and research and finding out they have no customer uh, um, service, service. Of, yeah. of any kind. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut a company off for that. And I don't mean to be like, what's that meme? Dear NFL you're going out of business because Bill from Ohio will not watch anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I will on, on principle, we're selling our house now on principle. Uh, the, you know, the, they, the way they sold our mortgage and the way they treated us during COVID. We're like, you know what? Suck a dick. We're out. We're going to go buy another house. Fuck you. And then when we're done, we're going to blast you for being assholes, whether it does any good or not. We're, we're people of principle. And, and when we hold true to something, we, we don't, we don't just talk the game. We no, we do I, we can, not do. I get that. I, 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 won't go to Chick-fil-A for that reason. You know, like that's... Because, because, because their food tastes like shit? No, I actually I actually like the food, but I don't like the the positions of corporate, the people that own the place. Like, so I... Right. I won't give them... I won't give them my... Re now, I'm also one of those people that, like, well, even though I won't go, I'm not going to sit here and blast you if you do. You know oh, what I mean? Right. Like, that's... Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm not one of... I hate people to do that shit. Like, that's not who I am, you know? Um, no, no, I, I don't agree with you. I, I lost friend, friends, I lost acquaintances because I'm, I'm collecting and hoarding as much Dukes of Hazard merchandise as I can get my hands on for the toy museum. And we want to tell the story. Yeah. The whole story, the true story. This is what happened. And then cancel culture came and people found it offensive. Not one-sided, not left or right, just the actual story. So I'm, I'm really hoarding stuff. And I've been called a fucking racist because I bought a toy car from the 80s. So yeah, I, see I, don't, that, I don't get into that. Your opinion, yeah. your opinion. I give a shit. You know, whatever. I uh, I'm I think gonna... there's, a, there's a difference between having a fucking you know General Lee and then having the fucking Confederate flag. Yeah, right. Outside your fucking house, you know. Very, what I mean? very much different. Yeah, I agree. And Chris, I'll show real, real quick. This is a Q fig that I actually have. I didn't realize it was a Q fig, but I it sounded familiar when I looked at the stuff. So I don't know if you're. Oh yeah, seen. I got. Yep. No, I have every single one made. I love those things. Um, but I, I, mine came in a loot crate. Yeah, that one. So, yeah, that was a loot crate. And but see, that's why I like them. They remind me of my drawings. They're cartoony, but very detailed. Yes, I agree. A lot of little Easter egg items in there. They don't forget the smallest. Like, uh, they had a Ghostbusters line, and they're holding the trap, and and Ray's actually walking 
uh, a little Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, like it's a <laughs> kid. Like, like little shit like that, I, I, I love. But you had mentioned earlier, oh, we've all talked about the, the world of Kevin Smith and, and the things that happened there. So why don't you give us your your version of events? Not that we think one's right or wrong, but it's obviously everyone's different, you know. So um, if you yeah, could, uh, what's that, Rico? Um, the politics. The politics, of, yeah. Of the world you know, I guess we can sum it up. So I, I'm going to sum it up into one term, toxic fandom. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The the admin, the, and God bless him. He, I mean, honestly, the dude doesn't have much of a life. And he's disabled. He has, he has a hard life. He does. So I'm sure if you subtract a lot of issues, he's, he's a sweet enough guy. However, he is like the admin of like 40 fucking groups or some shit. Oh, really? So he has zero time. He never posted and everything. And he had, I swear to God. God, how many admins did he have, Rico? Like fucking 500 admins and 300 It was a moderators? lot. Yeah, there was, was a lot. lot. It was an excessive amount. I have had plenty of groups. You need like two for every 500 people. Like you don't need it. Right. And if you do, you're doing something wrong. But whatever. I was meeting a lot of good people and I started getting more and more uh, popular. And then I would get messages of, hey, you know what? That's self-promotion. What are you talking about? I just posted a free cartoon. Yeah. And people started asking me, and I just like just messaged me out of respect, like just okay, just message me, like don't put this out there. I'm not self promote. I never thought anybody would fucking ask me to buy my work. Um, I was there as a fan, and it it was full of toxic fans who don't know Kevin, but would preach what Kevin would and wouldn't approve of. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, what if what if Kevin is secretly like Martha Stewart? Like, what if the camera stops rolling? He's like, hey, you fuck you, you're fucking fired. Give me a cigarette. Rub my feet. Like, what if what what if? I've said that actually. He has. has. I doubt it, but you don't know him. Right. Know the public perception of him. Right. And to invoke somebody's name. And yet guys like Daryl and some other ones that I knew that are personal friends with them, they don't do it. And they actually would be the ones to listen to. Well, you know, and it's it's funny you say that because it, you reminded me of something that I'd actually forgotten about till you started telling that telling that. And I don't remember the name. And if I if I would did, I would say it, honestly, but I don't remember. But it was right around Kevin Jen's wedding anniversary one year. I don't remember exactly what year. I want to say like two years ago. And there was a picture that got posted on Twitter of Jen and Kevin walking down what looked to be like Hollywood Boulevard. I'm not sure what street it is, but it's somewhere in Hollywood. And they're holding hands, and it's just a really nice picture of them. And it's it's from behind. It's it's a behind shot, but you can tell it's Kevin Jen if you pay attention and know what you're talking about. And I posted, I said, this is what real love looks like. And that's all I said, because I thought it was really like a sweet picture. And some some guy responds with, yeah, but who's the girl walking with Kevin? And I'm like, it's Jen. It's Schwabach. What, what are you talking about? And he goes, no, Jen's a blonde. And I'm like, no, she's not a blonde. That's Schwabach. And he goes, no, you're fucking wrong. Didn't you see, Clerk- didn't you see Clerks too? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's called hair dye, motherfucker. Like... Like what? Did you not see Chainsaw Bob Strike Back? I, or, that, that's not Kevin. Kevin's fat. I've seen him on TV. Right. That's what I mean. Like it, it, 
you know, and it blew my mind that that was the response that I got to, like, a very innocuous, like, I didn't claim to know it. I didn't claim to take the picture. Like, I was right. like, you know, like, this is a cool picture I saw that I want to share with people who are Kevin Smith fans. Right. You know, and, and to that same effect, Enrico, I don't, I'm afraid I'm going to steal your thunder here, but we have a friend who you might know, Henry Wentworth, the director. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know him. Henry, Henry has all but given up social media because of that group. He barely yeah. does any social media, and it's because of the toxicity from that yeah. group. And I met him, and he has commissions of mine uh, that he's done other than Kevin Smith stuff. Like, he just, hey, man, I want you to draw me and my girlfriend. He's a, he's a, uh, my oldest daughter graduated high school, and I, I did a video montage of people that were in my life. And he did a video for you. He's a sweet, he's just a nice guy, man. So yeah. he's not going to put up with that shit. I got enough fucking problems. I need your shit. I no, need messages from 20 fucking admins and all that toxicity and the angry talk and the chastising of other fans. And you're not a real fan. And I know this and I know that. And I, I talked to Kevin on the boards back in the fucking day when we played poker. Well, great. You. Now yeah, your you life is validated. Friend. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, if you if you uh, like, I mean, I actually tried sending you this a couple times. That Batman play that we did, that I, I keep telling you about. We yeah, did. you know, what? I've I've always had trouble opening your stuff. I'm gonna have you send it to Brittany and have her figure it out. Well, it's right. it's just an episode of the show. So like, if you're subscribed, to I know, Pop's but for Q. some reason, when he sends me the links, like they they oh well, don't I, open or whatever. I don't know. All right, do you have do you have Spotify? No, he's got Apple. Got, he's got Apple. Got right. Apple. All right. So, um, the whole point is is that. We really don't toot our own shit. We reference our shit. We say, hey, if you like to hear a conversation we did about fucking Back to the Future, here we did we did that whole thing instead of being redundant. But Henry did write a fucking Batman script, and we nice. did do that play. We did it as so a we, pod play with sound effects and the whole bit, and we had like five or six different actor, actors. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Henry plays Batman, and I mm -hmm. play the Joker, amongst other roles. And CJ was the narrator, and blah 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 blah. Does he have to? So, does he have to do like the Christian Bale to hide his accent? Is it you know? No, he he actually does a uh, he does sort of like a uh, Reno Romano kind of. Okay, and it was good. He, he I mean, all jokes aside, he, he I because I honestly that was my concern was his accent, and and it. It's completely washed away. You can't hear Jackson it. Jackson was great as Alfred. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, he did yeah. Alfred too, and it <laughs> killed. But yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, he does sort of like like a like if Kevin Conroy hadn't found his voice. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, all right. He's not doing. He's not doing. I am vengeance. He's like, I am vengeance. I am like, all right, like, you know, okay. fucking gravitas, buddy. Like, you know. Meanwhile, I'm like pushing the Mark Hamill joke. Oh God, yeah, it was it was Hamill all day, but it was good. I mean, Rico. Well, any chance Rico gets to do his impersonation, you know he's going to do it. Yep. Oh, absolutely, you son of a bitch. And then, and then, and then Henry's friend Rebecca, because I we can't even take credit for finding her. It was her, his friend, and he's like, she does an amazing Harley Quinn. We got to have her do the Harley Quinn, and we were like. I mean, with anybody, we, we said, you know, send us a clip. We want to hear it before we say yes, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it is our, our show, you know. But sure, we'll check it out. He sent it over. It was like two words, and we were like, yep. <laughs> I didn't even get that. I, my first hearing of, of uh, Rebecca's Harley was when she did it, when we were when we were recording. Okay. And we I'd heard stopped. it then. We were yeah. like, we did a whole take, and we were like, all right, that was fucking amazing. Like, like. 
her her Harley is number three, if not number two. You know, it's Arlene, it's Tara, and then it's fucking Rebecca. And yeah, then, I mean, it's Margo's, it's really good. Margot's a good fucking Harley, but I think Rebecca did it. No, what's her name from Big Bang Theory is killing it? Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, yeah she's doing good. good. I'm digging that show. It is good. That I show's amazing. Yeah, but, I enjoy it. Oh, to to one thing that just popped in my head about the uh, the world of Kevin Smith group, I guess looking at it from a different perspective, not how I genuinely feel, there became a lot of jealousy from a lot of people who thought they had power but could never become Kevin's friend. That's all they try to do. To get him, just like my tweet. Just give me a shout out. Be my friend. I love you. And then all of a sudden, here's this fucking guy walking in off the street, getting video clips, getting shout outs, all of Kevin's friends like me. And I'm sitting here going, maybe because I'm not a fucking asshole who's begging for it all the goddamn time. And I genuinely don't care because at the end of the day, whether I ever work with Kevin or I don't, or if he gives me a shout out, if he doesn't, I'm going to go downstairs with my beautiful girlfriend in our lovely home and our satisfied lives, hug my, my four dogs and sleep well, knowing that I'm happy and I don't need right. somebody who I admire admiration or attention. Now I get it. That's fucking awesome. That was cool as shit. I, I love it all the time, but my, my, my life continues five seconds after. And and that's funny because uh, and I've I've shared this story on the show, but and I don't know if you're aware about this because it happened on I think I shared it over on Facebook ultimately, but it happened on Twitter um, this past year during 2020. I turned 40, and I lost my job a month before, so but pre COVID, so it had nothing to do with COVID. I was just ahead of the curve, and you know I'm coming into my I'm coming into my 40th birthday unemployed, don't know what's happening. And, and while COVID wasn't at its outbreak yet, you could kind of see the flood, the, the indicators that it was coming, you know? Um, and I'm, I'm wondering what the fuck I'm going to do. And I'm not having the 40th birthday I'd hoped for, for a long shot, you know? So I, I put a tweet out that day and it wasn't even first thing in the morning. Like it was pretty close to the end of the day. I was like, you know what? I was a little drunk, not like hammered, but I was a little drunk. And I, put a tweet out directly to Kevin said, Hey man, listen, I lost my job. I'm turning 40. I'm just having a shit year. Can you just say happy birthday to me? I'd really appreciate it. And that's all I said with the mindset that if he didn't do it, I wasn't going to go and blast him the next day and be like, fuck Kevin Smith and all that. It was just going to be like, or spend the next two weeks in bed crying because he didn't like your tweet. Right. Right. Exactly. I wasn't going to do any of that. And within what, what, what do you go? Like 15 minutes. Yeah, he he not. fucking doubled down. He responded to the tweet with, "Hey man, forty's a great year. I'm sorry this sucks for you. I'm sorry you're going through this. While I can't give you a job, reach out to Jordan and I have a present I'll send you." Nice. And and I did. And ultimately, he sent me a copy of his hit girl graphic novel signed. And it's not just like Kevin Smith. He specifically says to CJ, "Happy birthday. Hope." Your next year's better or something like that. I have it over. I don't have it in front of me to remember exactly what's it. And then it has his signature on it. So Rico, this is a perfect example of the pandering assholes in Twocks that I didn't like. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I, I, I get it. I, I, actually I, have to, I have to interrupt because I did kind of fall in that he category. Did. Yeah. And I, I do. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is that I, you know, CJ said something years in like like one of our earliest uh fucking episodes where we talked about kevin smith 
and we have the misconception that he's like our friend, you know, because he's very friendly. He's very friendly to us. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Ready to step up your meal prep game in 2022? Make your mealtime resolutions a reality with help from HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Take your pick from 50 weekly menu and market items designed by chefs to help you save time, save money, and eat well. All delivered straight to your door. Plus, thanks to pre-portioned ingredients that help reduce food waste, you can check sustainable eating off your list too. Go to HelloFresh.com Hungry16 and use code Hungry16 for 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts. ...fans, and he's very, from what we understand, he's very open and honest. He's like it. our generation's Mr. Rogers. Like you with, feel connected if, to him. You feel if, like with less fucks, Mr. It, Rogers said. Yeah, yeah. And and if Mr. Rogers was baked all the time, that's the other, you know. We don't know that Mr. Rogers. Yeah, was we, we don't know that. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, Mr. McFeely like, <laughs> high as shit to come up with the fucking uh, the neighborhood of make believe. All right, fair enough. Anyway. Anyway. I um he said, CJ said, like, oh, I actually like it's so fucked up. I think of him as like family. And that kind yeah. of like stuck with me, not in a negative way. I'm not very, I'm not throwing you under the bus, CJ. I'm just I like, well, it is a weird thing to look at Kevin Smith and be like, we've never, we don't know the motherfucker. And when we, we rub shoulders with people who actually are like close friends with them. Yeah. yeah, close yeah. Friends. I mean, we, we are not, and we've never, ever, ever tried to take advantage of that friendship or that yeah. relationship. I mean, it would make our fucking lives a little easier, but we'd also be pissing off the wrong people, and we don't right. want to do and, and And more importantly, Rico, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we would turn into people we don't like if we did that. Exactly. You know what I mean? And we don't want to and be that either. You know, so People that come to me and say, how do you get this done? Like, because I'm not trying to. I just stick to myself. I put out... I try to put out some happiness. You know, people are always, I mean, that's watermark your work. I give a fuck, man. If it's going to make you happy to steal it, <laughs> go for it. Which you know, is ironic. Right. You need to be on Twitter. And and sometimes I do. And I'm like, what am I doing? Am well, I trying and- to? I got one tweet I put out. I forget what drawing it was. But the only like I got was from Kevin. <laughs> The, the irony, the irony of you saying that though, is someone did steal our logo and has been selling merchandise on Amazon for the last six months. And if yeah. I had a podcast, if I had a business, if yeah. it grew to that point, okay, that would be different. Right? Yeah. right now, you know, like oh, you got to watermark everything. I'm like, you know, if I ever became famous, if I ever worked with Kevin, and he only works with artists for a short period of time anyway. Yes, we've heard that. So yeah. you know, maybe a year or two, and I get that because nobody wants to buy my shit for ten fucking years. Like a year or two, and then that's it. And that would be cool, but if you want to rip off my work and I become famous, you're going to get busted for ripping off my work. Right, <laughs> right, right. I don't really care if you made any money off of it. I would just relish in the fact that you're going to get outed for being a fucking asshole. Yeah. When when Kevin came out to Oakland to to uh, the reboot roadshow, he wouldn't I... go to Oakland. Nobody goes. To... The only people that go to Oakland are the fucking Raiders, man. No, they went to Vegas. They left. Yeah, I know. One... They, they they even got tired of Oakland. <laughs> 
Okay, he came to Oakland, motherfucker. I didn't make this up. He was on Google it. Google it. Google it. No, fuck you. I was there. I know exactly I, what the fuck happened. He sent pictures. I I have pictures to to back him up. So wow. Now he there, now he man. sounds like me on Veterans Day after too many beers. You weren't there, bro. You don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> well, it, it kind of was my fucking Vietnam, and <laughs> because I I brought a uh, a Potaskew shirt. And I wasn't looking for special treatment. I just wanted to get to Kevin. That's all. And I was tweeting at Kevin. And, and Kevin is aware of us. He's aware yes. of CJ. He's aware of me. He's aware of the show. He's liked my shit. I mean, in the same sense that Mark Hamill is aware of me. Doesn't Not in a good way, though. Yeah, but, like, I mean, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek. Like, it's once a month yeah. I, fuck, I fuck with Mark Hamill. I'm like, hey, Mark Hamill. You will fucking come on Pot Askew. This, this is the podcast you're looking <laughs> yeah. for. And, and, I know it's not gonna fucking happen, but you're never gonna get anything if you don't fucking. You never fuck. know. You never know. No. We That's got, how we got. We got fucking Marilyn Gigliotti. We got Schiaffo. We got fucking Ernie, and and he did name drop you. So yes, he did. I fucking love Ernie. And just to clarify with his yeah. comments, I don't know him. No. Uh, Daryl and I've got to know Zapsic now. And when I went to the stash my first time uh, with my friends. Just the sweetest guy, man. Zap dropped everything he was doing, gave me all the attention in the world because Daryl messaged him and said, hey. Well, he got in, Zap got in on the whole suck it, Chris and Levi thing. Right. Organically. Uh, I think he told me, tell him at the stash, suck, saw, yeah. saw the orders come through, and it just clicked. He started putting notes in the boxes, and he thought it was funny. And then Danielle called him and said, hey, you know, Chris is coming to the stash all the way from El Paso. Cool. So he gave me everything. Uh, I don't know Ernie. I, I messaged him a couple times because Daryl had told me to, and uh, he made the time to come out. And I mean, they they knew who I was. I was like, what the fuck? And they're hugging me and this yeah. and all the time in the world. To detriment, like other fans were coming in. They were giving like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I went and I met uh, Nick uh, Fellinger, who's become a friend of mine. Who mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know, but he's one of the original Cush uh, Boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just became really good friends. And he took the train over there and. Then all of a sudden, you know, I, I shut it down. Like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Everybody, leave them alone. Come on, let's go. Let's go. That's enough. And Zap is like, hey, uh, oh, Ernie looked at his phone. They were talking about, well, what we know now to be the new stash. At the time, I didn't know. Nobody knew. Right, right. But he was like, oh, hey, look at this. And I saw, and I'm not going to say what I saw, but I saw. And he told Zap, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to fix it. And he caught himself. And he looked at me because he saw that. I'm like right next to his phone. <laughs> He's I'm like, no. Well, you will now be Silent Bob, motherfucker. Yeah, and, but he let me show, and they just, they, uh, my little uh, book of my cartoons, Daryl had made one for me, him and Kevin, and they all signed it. You know, they loved it. They literally, Ernie was like, can I look at it? It took like 20 minutes looking at every picture, every single detail, and yeah. did all the suck it pictures for Levi to poke. And then Zap was like, hey, uh, on the phone, he's like, are you busy at 4.30? He was like, no. He's like, here, go to this address. And it was the uh, the Smodco headquarters. And because of that, Ming was waiting for us and entertained all my friends for like 45 minutes and answered questions, let us look around, take pictures. And and then I get messages. I, I post the pictures because I like being an asshole. But when I do that, I mean, like, look what you get when you're not a fucking stalker, know-it-all, right? who butts into their personal fucking lives. This is what you get. So well, he and, says, that dude's cool. Hey, man, take care of him. And and, and they did. Yeah, I get it. And, like, I mean, I, I've been down there once myself. 
and which is a, a, a travesty considering I live 45 minutes away compared to you, yeah. but still. Oh, and, um, and now my work's going to hang on the new uh, Smodco headquarters. That he's do- Isn't that where he's doing next to the quick stop? No, Smod Castle. That's where Smod, Smod Castle. Castle, yeah. Um, because of that, they're like, hey, man, send some work in, and now my work's going to be on the wall in there. And and it should and it should be in my eyes for what that's worth, man. But like Agreed. we we were, um, but when I was there, I happened to walk in and on a Saturday, and from what I understand, this is a rarity. Walt was there, and so oh. I I I met Walt, and initially I I shook I shook his hand. I thanked him for his, the content he provided, meaning comic book. You man were and with all. Henry, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was with Henry. Oh, Henry. nice. Yeah, Henry I came. Re- over. Oh shit! I remember when he went. I saw all his. Uh... Pictures and everything. Cool. Yeah, that was me next to him in in some of the pictures. Anyway, um, and uh, one. I remember yeah. looking at the picture, going, "Oh, that's Henry." And uh, yeah, that's that was but, you. Yeah, that's what most people do. Um, but we we you know we we were there and we were hanging out. But like to your point, after I introduced myself and I and I did give him a sticker and I didn't ask him to do anything with it. I just said I want to give it to you. It's you know I wanted you to have it. I, you know I'm a fan, whatever. And I gave him a sticker to show. We then sat there. It was me, him, and um, oh god, what's that guy's name? Why do I keep fucking blanking on that dude's name? Backwell? The guy from Tennessee that it's always on Tesdy's got the real southern draw. I can't remember his name. Anyway, I'm, Maxwell? I'm Maxwell. Yes, Maxwell. It was me, him, and Maxwell. We sat and talked football for forty five minutes. Nothing to do with Kevin. Nothing to do with the stash. Nothing to do with anything in that world. We literally talked football. And how how because you know he's a uh, Maxwell's a Titans fan, you know. So we were he was talking Titans and and um, I, I still refer to them as the Oilers. Just to yeah, be clear. fair enough. And and you know God love him, but but uh, Walt's a Jets fan. So like we're we're says the Eagles fan. Wow, that's like oh I, I hate, hate crack. I, I hate crack, but I love heroin. Hey, I. I got to Super Bowl. What did the Jets have since Super Bowl three? That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, so the historic lineage that people are proud of. Oh, oh, let me talk. Let's let's talk about the lineage that Texans have. Hey, fuck you! You asked me on the show. Don't insult me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on my show and insult me. Then fuck you. We, um, we had JJ Watt. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's all I need. That's all you got. Um, but anyway, the. the 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 point is we're sitting around and we're talking we sat and talked football for forty five minutes and and I think Walt respected me more after that than he did prior because I I just wanted to hang out and sit in the room and and talk shit you know and I I wanted to go and maybe get some pictures yeah whoever was there if you like my drawing book sign it for me that's it and I don't know maybe because Daryl messaged him and Danielle's friends with them and she she met us there too sure. But because I wasn't like, oh, you know Kevin Smith. I love comic book, man. There's a fucking regular guy. And right away, uh, my buddy came with me from Pennsylvania. He'd done like this straight up drug deal fucking toy pickup for me for a complete set of mint on card and mint in box original Kenner Bill and Ted toys. Oh. Yeah, the seller had just lived like 20 minutes from him in Pennsylvania. We were going up to Brittany's parents' Uh, vacation house in Annapolis. And we're like, hey, fuck it. Let's all meet up and then we'll drive to the stash. Sure. So the guy tried to sell him something. Uh, and what was it? It was some want- kind of advertising piece that he actually would have liked. I forget. And we walk in the stash. Shit you not. It's sitting on the shelf. And my buddy's like, oh, shit. That's the same thing. And Zap just goes and gets it. And like, here. Like, oh, that's awesome. He's yeah. Like, why not? 
And now, don't get me wrong. I was like, all right, everybody, get out your fucking wallets and start spending some money. Okay. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, and 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 not that we didn't have anything like that, but Henry dropped like two hundred bucks that day when we were in there. So Brady's pulling off sweaters and this and that. Henry dropped two hundred dollars just getting one copy of Dogma. That's what. No, it wasn't just one copy. No, he bought a bunch of stuff. But um. But yeah, we were dropped because of that though. But we didn't talk about Kevin. We didn't talk about the show. I mean, maybe I mentioned one or two things like, oh, that's not there. That was it. But. Then Ernie came, and then they, you know, then we start talking about, and they took so many fucking pictures and all the sucked pictures. And now I've had stories of people that go, my my buddy Alan, Alan, Alan Jones, the guy that bought me all my markers a couple months ago. I don't know if you guys remember that. No, I didn't see that. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, COVID and everything hit, and I was just like, hey, look, uh, if I have owe you commissions or whatever, it's going to be a while because my markers are dead, and I, I can't afford it right now. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And a, a buddy of mine, Alan, just sent me like a hundred bucks worth of markers. So he goes, Mike's having a bad day. Won't take a picture, nothing. So he separated that. He took his time because maybe, because I'm not saying Alan did this, but maybe because I wasn't a super fanboy. Sure. And asking all those obnoxious questions and just, hey, man, nice to meet you. I'm I'm a fan. And then you find out, like you did, CJ, you have stuff in common. Right. Yeah, and, and, you know, it was, and we're making handyman jokes and construction jokes and this and that. What are you working on? This, this, the other thing. Oh, check this out. And hey, go down here and you'll see me. And we went to go see me and we talked about collecting. And I had given him a, a mint shipwreck from G.I. Joe at a convention. Okay, okay. And I'm looking around the office. Sure, there it is. Like, you still have that? He's like, why the fuck would I throw away a mint shipwreck, man? And we just started, you're talking things that they're not associated with. You're treating them like a regular yeah, human yeah. being and you're not bringing them like, you know, a slate virgin and a basket of fruit. And like, I'm your biggest fan. Well, and, Touch me. And you know what? Like we, we've, like Rico mentioned, we've talked to Scott Schiaffo and we've talked to Marilyn Gigliotti from Clerks and they were great interviews, but my favorite view askew interview that we've done hands down. And it is still Ernie. We, Ernie. we spent, we spent no, but we spent a good two hours with Ernie, and it was a lot of fun. And he was as down earth as possible. And then you'll be glad to hear this, Mac. But like literally over his shoulder, hanging on the yeah, wall, was was your your drawing. And but like we we just sat and talked with Ernie, like you would, you know. Certainly, we asked him questions. You know, so, and he expected it, and and he knew that coming in, so he was fine with it. But like, we asked him a bunch of different questions, but then we also got into stuff about him, and that was one thing. That's something Rico yeah. and I stressed to do whenever we talked to these these people. That when I, when I met him, Kevin. it was uh, I done the cartoon, and he was dressed, you know, like in his construction gear, his tool belt, and shit. Yeah. And I said, "Well, I don't know," but you know, Danielle said you were quite the handyman, and Zap's like, "Oh." No, he didn't. Show me your license. Like, he's a fucking contractor. Like, oh, shit, I didn't know. He's like, oh, man, you got my pencil in my ear. You got my hammer. You got my tool belt. That's fucking awesome. And then we talked construction for a little bit. Yeah. Was he carrying a jug of milk? Uh, No. Then we started talking. He's like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to have a bunch of fan art at Smod Co. and stuff. And there's going to be a whole fucking wall I got nothing to do with. Um, And I had done that giant Star Wars one last year. Yeah. And that never went anywhere. I still have it. It's a great drawing, though, Mac. I'm and really a big fan of that thing. You. It's a really good. It's fucking huge. It's 18 by 24. That's I didn't realize it was that big. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, hey, you know, I wanted to help the the playhouse, and <laughs> it's like, why? They they already made their money. They're good. I'm like, oh shit, what do I do with this? 
And he's like, I'll hang it, man. That'll be like a fucking centerpiece. Now, a little inside story is since then, Kevin dropped Operation fucking Dumbo Drop worth of fan art on Ernie. Mm-hmm. And we were talking. I said, hey, you know, I, I want to do something else uh, for you. And I, I like subtlety and I, I like drawing things that nobody else is doing or talking about. So we talked for probably about 10 good minutes of an idea we were kicking around from the banter in Mallrats when, uh, uh, God, now I'm having a brain fart. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams' character wow. is talking about the Halloween party with Rick Darius and smoking the bandit. And Yes, yes. You know, so he's the only one to see in this rough draft. I got to finish it because I'm going to send it to him. Now he, he's either going to keep it or this will be one of, I think I'm going to send in the Run DMC one. Okay. Of Jay and Bob. Yeah. That was a good uh, one to too. Home. I liked that one a lot. I, I yeah. liked it. I know they're fans. And I was like, okay. And I was experimenting with new style. But anyway, what's your name in Mallrats? Joey Long Adams? Um, Gwen. Gwen. Gwen, yeah. Gwen. Okay. So I don't know if you can see this, but it's uh, Rick <laughs> Darris as Smokey. Look at that. F- fucking Gwen, dressed up like the bandit. Looks just like Burt Reynolds, except for the mustache. Yep. yep. On, on the pool table. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Because I mean, how many times am I going to draw Willem staring at the sailboat? Sure, sure. Well, and you that's know? and I mean, like honestly, if I if I, I I wouldn't call it a commission because I don't personally need it. But if I was going to ask you to ever do one, if it was based on mall rats, it would be Jay and Bob beating up the uh, the Easter Bunny around Easter. I think that'd be just a fun one. I've been I've been wanting to do that <laughs> so bad. Um, but you know, like. Just, just re- circling back to the Ernie for real quick. Like we, like I said, we asked him questions, but then when we got into him, we started talking about not just his acting career, but like we talked about movies he likes and things like that. And we got into, I mean, Rico and him are both huge horror fans, and I'm not. Oh. I, I'm not a horror film person. That's just not my my genre. You're I don't. You're barely a fucking film person. Fuck you. Um, but I, you know, and. And so we were talking about some of my opinions on certain films, and Ernie, I mean, in a fun way, if he could have come through the screen, he would have, and, like, choked my ass, because, you know, but but he had fun with it, and we were all laughing, and we all had a good time, and then we ended up talking to him for, like, another 20 minutes after the interview, just well, because he wanted me, to hang out. Let me tell out. you, man, he, in person? Yeah. He has... I've met him. I've met him in person. Okay, okay. so, yeah. you know, now, mind you, he had a mask on and everything, and... When he walks in the door, you know he just walked in the door. Yeah. And yeah. he's not a big guy. He's not a little guy either, but mm. he's not imposing. Right. Yeah. But he walks in, and he's rocking his Blues Brothers shirt. And he, as he mentioned, that's where we fucking got along right away. And um, very genuine and personal. Like I said, he took the book and just sat down with Mike and, and asked me, do you mind? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mind <laughs> you looking at my book. And every page, every character, every drawing, every detail – you know, page by page, and when he gives you a hug, it's, I imagine, like Kevin, it's very genuine and just good seeing, good meeting you, you know, cool, uh, you know, hit me up and I'll give you the address to send the drawings, you know, shit like that. Like, that made my in, in, entire weekend. Sure, you know? sure, sure. No, I, I could see that. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. 
Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then, and I didn't, when I met him, it was way pre-COVID because it was last October 19, uh, of 19. So it was way pre-COVID. And so, and by coincidence, he was there with Bellicose doing construction on what's going to be Smod Castle. Like it was the early, early, because I met Tucker, who's opening up or was reopening up RST. I think that's a dead project now. So it kills me when I look back on the trip, if I could rewind, I'm like, oh my God, they were talking about the new stash location. And I fucking, nobody knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. What was being discussed around me. And uh, again, I'm not a big podcast guy. And until I saw the video of the new uh, Smog Castle, I'm like, holy shit. And I, I was, I guess I got into the podcast. I was interested when I went and saw the headquarters and met me. And I saw the operation and I saw how big it was and I saw what they were doing. Have you guys been to that building? No, no. It is like. I've never la- been in New Jersey. Dude, it's like last house on the left. Mac, okay. you, might find we- surpri- you might find this surprising. We've never met. No, I, I heard that. That's kind okay. of weird. Yeah. It's like a mail order bride situation, right? A little bit. Yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> one good thing came from fucking Twalks. Right, because we we met on that board. If it wasn't for that page, yeah, this show doesn't. Yeah, I was listening to Laura's and was like, "Holy shit!" That... But I, I resonated with that because I met so many good people versus the the toxicity and everything. Sure, but sure. When you go to the the, the Smodkill headquarters, <laughs> I don't know if it's halfway built or it's halfway torn down. <laughs> like there's water on the floor. Nobody's in any office. It's like super, super rapey. Okay. Like all my friends are huddled in the hallway. And then all of a sudden there's this nice plaque by a door and I knock, nobody answered. I open it. I'm like, hello. And it, it's just fucking me by himself doing work. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Michael said you're coming. Yeah. Chris. Okay. Nice. To, yeah, man. And just red carpet treatment, you know? And oh, so like any, any of the admins from Twalks are listening. This is what happens in your life. This is called karma. <laughs> when you are a good person and don't expect life to give you anything, you get blessings. Which is what happened to me. I felt like I was not owed, but I felt like I was going to get the in because I went to the fucking reboot roadshow in Oakland and I brought a shirt and I've been tweeting at Kevin saying, I'm going to be there. I don't want any special treatment. I just want to make sure you get this. And, you know, I found out there was a VIP and I couldn't fucking get it it was already sold out and there was nothing i could do and i was trying to find someone who like one of his handlers and i met somebody that said yeah sure we'll, we'll give it to him and then i was kind of like periodically like tweeting at kevin i'm like look i just i want to make sure you got it like right. you don't have to like it you could fucking say oh fuck you guys and your fucking stupid you know pussy whip fucking podcast that you stole my fucking name from and blah blah blah, blah. i'm now suing you but <laughs> nothing which kind of fucked with me. I was like, I, he's tweeting all the fucking time. You're telling me he can't take 30 seconds. And it ultimately took my girlfriend to really be like, look, you are taking this way too personally. And the reason why he probably is not. I've asked you not to call me your girlfriend. Cause <laughs> that's what I said to you. You know, bitch, you're my side bitch. I bet. Oh wait. <laughs> so you're the bitch and you're the butch. Yeah. Something like that. I pegged, yeah. I pegged that the other way around. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> But my my girl Stephanie actually pretty much said, you know, he probably can't 
tweet about it because he probably can't promote it. You know, there's Kevin Smith, the man who might be like, I like this. And there's also Kevin Smith, the brand who now people are going to be like, he doesn't want to condone or or uh, promote something that he just kind of. And I was like, I, I see it at the same show that I was at. There was someone who was there who took like the fan friendship thing with Kevin way too fucking far. Mm. Like, I don't I don't there's, I have nothing against this person, but they came off really fucking scary yeah rico came home and told me the story he he seriously felt scared for his life at one point yeah because they were like i need to meet kevin smith and all the handlers like no they're you're not like we're all done we've already if you you scroll through the 500 admins of twox their name is probably on there which is why i'm not saying (laughs) (laughs) because this is somebody specific who actually lives out in like san francisco and like and close enough whole, to murder you if they want to do right. And their whole <laughs> thing was that they and I'm not I'm not making a joke of this, but their whole thing was that they were an assault victim. They you know they and and but they said that was like the reason and the excuse for them to meet Kevin. And they're like, you don't understand. I need to meet Kevin. I am a victim of rape. And the person, God fucking help them. The, the handler was just like, and like you know, Kevin's not going to do that. And then this is what chilled the fuck out of me. The person said. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me plug this real quick. I got molested as a kid. Kevin, if you're listening, can we be friends? <laughs> My dad beat me. My stepdad kicked the shit out of me. Uh, I have PTSD. What else? Can I? Can we be buddies? No, because you're on the yeah. show. You automatically fucking disqualified yourself. Fuck my life. Yeah. No, this person said, well, then I'm going to do what I'm going to have to do. And I'm like, wow. What in the serious fuck? And they did So that they let Sirhan like, Sirhan out of jail for a weekend? <laughs> they, they, they were like, they said that as they were like walking away. And I went and found my friend. I'm like, we are getting the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to fucking be on the news and we don't get the fuck out of here. So that kind of took over the whole like, okay, well, I'm not as bitchy of a fan as I thought I was. But like, we, we talked about this with, uh, Lilu Multiprops. Like, yeah, exactly. had a whole, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a whole fucking discussion about toxicity with fandom and specifically the Kevin Smith one because mm-hmm. Kevin Smith fans like to talk about how they're superior fucking fans and they're actually genuinely nice. They are. But when they are fucking bitching to each other, it's it's only about the most intricate fucking details that have really nothing to do with with I, I would go so far as to say, listening to his fans argue, number one, uh, and I do know this on good authority from friends of his, you're doing the exact thing he wouldn't appreciate as a human being. And they turn into like Protestants and Catholics arguing over, you know, who's right and who's wrong. The same fucking guy. And meanwhile, Jesus go, yeah. is looking at both of you like, no, 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 neither one of you. You're both assholes. As an atheist, I fucking like agree with you, man. Like, right. but. The, the, actually, the the biggest fucking visceral negative reaction I ever got from a Kevin Smith type group was the fucking Garmy. I got oh, I heard I heard you talking about that, dude. I fucking was. I mean, I admit I was fucking chased out of there because it was more of like I don't want to deal with this on a regular basis. I, I'm fine with ballbusters. I can't stand. Let me let me let me one up you. I got somebody threatening that they were going to kill themselves because my post of my broken uh, bookends of Jay and Silent Bob. 
What? what, what now? Yeah, I, I, I bought, um, or Brittany bought me the bookends, you know. Or, because Brittany bought it. Buys of course. She, I'm fucking broke, man. Get a sugar mama, dude. They're amazing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you? I assure you. I need so one of those. So it comes in, it had the one little piece broken. So I put it in Twox, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking sucks. And right away, this person's like, you shouldn't complain. You should be happy for all the things you have in life. People have real problems. I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. I even let that slide. Like, hey, you know what? You're having a bad day. And I, I totally get what I do. And I do it on purpose. Right. Neener, neener, neener. I, I know it. I get it. You could also most, not look at your fucking post and just Most people it. know it as it's transparent. I'm obviously being a dick just to be a dick. And I'm fucking with Levi or whatever. Edit his name out. I don't want Levi's name mentioned in this at all. Fuck him. No, we're keeping that all the <laughs> Um, Especially because you've said it so many damn times, it's going to take me two hours just to edit that part. Uh, he's uh, my he's my boy, dude. I love that dude. Um, he by the way, it, it, just, it just progresses to, from there into I shit you not out of fucking nowhere. You're a bad person because I'm suicidal and I'm asking for help. Like, and I'm scrolling through the comments, going, I don't. Were they edited? Because I don't see this. Right, right. I mean, we listen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names, but we've had a similar type of thing happen recently with interaction on, on our side. So we, we get that. Um, it hurts me because when I separate how I, you know, my opinion on things, I separate from how I treat them. I, I served under a, a man named uh, Wesley Clark, General Wesley Clark. He actually ran for president. I, I know he is. Him yeah. In NATO. Yeah. And uh, he literally is the most decent man in the world. He, um, I was a, okay. So even if you don't know rank, just think of numbers. Okay. I was an E2. And I was holding an E7 position in a deployed theater. So he thought that was amazing. So he pulls me aside and says, hey, fuck it. You're a private, but you're holding the job. Let's go. We're going to have a meeting. All right. And one day he says, hey, um, you know, you want to do bodyguard detail for me? I, I can ask anybody. I'm like, fuck you. Hell yeah. He's like, yeah, nobody knows who you are. You just wear U.S. insignias and you can pistol whip somebody if you think I'm in danger. Fucking A. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, so if my first sergeant is yelling at you because of the conditions of the chow, he's like, if you think I'm in danger, you can fucking pistol whip him. I'm like, oh, sold. And we're driving around one day, and I said, hey, you know, there's rumors, uh, or would you ever run for office? He says, well, they're talking to me about it. Because uh, he had actually went to Clinton, mm-hmm. filled out his um, retirement paperwork, put it in his pocket, and said, I'm going to catch Milosevic. And that motherfucker did. He did some shady yep. shit, not killing anybody, but he tweaked the, the law a little bit. And uh, we went from a police action to being able to engage. And in less than 12 hours, <laughs> the whole country gave up and we got Milosevic. Yeah, I remember that. I, I don't know the specifics, but I remember that. Yeah. So we're talking and I said, well, you know what? And this is like 98. Sounds right. Yeah. And I said, you know, uh, okay, so what are you going to do if somebody asks you about gay marriage? And he says, well, Mac, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian man, so my religion tells me it's wrong. But I'm a patriot, and it tells me that citizens of this country have every right to do whatever they want to do. I said, interesting. That's, you know, that's a conflict. So what would you do? He's like, uh, I think the leader of the nation has more important stuff to deal with, and we'll leave it to the states. And whatever they vote on, every other state will honor. That was very uh, progressive perspective. for Very pragmatic, too. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that really opened my eyes as a, as a young man. They're like, man, you can have an opinion and still be empathetic. So I might have an opinion about the suicidal person and be like, okay, I, I don't particularly uh, myself 
believe in it. I will chat. Like, come on, man, get some help. Let's, what's, what's really bothering you? What can I do to help you? Right. Sure. And then when I'm done consoling them and, and, and being there for them, I'll turn around and like, fucking only weak people do that. So I'll have my own opinion. But right. I'll still insert empathy for another a fellow man, a fellow woman, or an animal, or, or you know, whatever. And I, unless, I unless put a lot of that out there in twats. Like, I let people run their mouth and do whatever they want. And honestly, when it was over, I was concerned for them. Like, where are you mentally? Where are you? I, I want to call you and show up at your house and give you a hug. I'm like, bro, Kevin Smith isn't going to make your life better. Yeah. Like, who hurts you? What is this really about? You'll show empathy unless there are Eagles fans in the Air Force. Then just fuck them, basically, right? And the Coast Guard and the Navy and the Marine Corps. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to, Chris. I'm sorry, buddy. I couldn't help myself. Um, that's awesome, though. That's awesome. I did the, the the story with with General Clark and all. I mean, I, I I remember I remember when he was running. You know. Um. Yeah, it broke my heart to to run a guy who had those views as a Republican against Bush on his second term. Like you wasted a good, even thinking person. Like he even I told him once. Right. Well, you know what I always thought. The losing party of the, the presidency should automatically become the vice president, and no law can be invoked unless you both sign the paper. Well, and that and honestly, that used to be back in the day. The first, right. and, the first. And he was all for it. He was. He was just. I didn't yeah. know it at the time. He was so progressive in just being neutral and let's worry about feeding our homeless and <laughs> building infrastructure and sure. getting along. And if you want to marry a goat, marry a fucking goat. <laughs> If okay. California votes it legal and South Carolina doesn't, too fucking bad, South Carolina. You will honor that. And then guess what? Move on with your fucking life. And let's yeah. go you know, help fix the AIDS crisis or some shit. Like, I love that dude. Like, he really uh, opened my eyes. So, Chris, would you fuck a sheep? Who hasn't? Like, for money or, like, on a date? Like, a first date? Or what are we talking about? Romantically? <laughs> or Did you fuck a sheep before or after you moved to Texas? Does it count what I did overseas? <laughs> no, if you're in a different zip code, it's not cheating. You are a patriot, my friend, for fucking that sheep. Just saying, man, when you got two days of leave in Hungary, you just fucking do whatever people do in Hungary. <laughs> if you think the donkey show is bad, you should see the snake show. No, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know snakes like milk that much. But he's he's a fucking like afraid of snakes, and I'm, I'm not fond of them either. But what what yeah. are you fucking being serious? What the hell is a snake show? Oh yeah, the 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 girl puts the milk in her naughty bits, and then the snake will actually go and get in there to get the milk. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, I got. I'm. Still... What the fuck, you snakes are animals too? Oh, let's only be nice to cats and dogs. No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not for killing them. Just don't have them anywhere near me. That's that's don't, it. Don't want to feed them milk out of your girlfriend's vagina. Like that's no. where you draw the line. <laughs> she might actually be into that though, because she likes snakes. <laughs> but that's a whole different thing. Um, yeah, trouser snake is the fucking limit. Goddamn. Yeah, it. that's yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I, I, I I don't yeah I don't I don't know. Uh, uh, no, there's there's not a lot of places to go from there. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a good way to look at it though, Mac. I I agree with you. I think I think that's a good way to do it. I I. I was a fan of General Clark from a, you know, obviously from a civilian perspective, you know, and and following politics back then. But if I, if I'd known that, I would have been that much more. You know what I mean? Dude, so, and, he, and he kept his word. We got I believe you. He, he signed his papers and dropped them on Clinton the next day. And there's one thing I used to talk to my history professor about. If you look at every war that we've ever been involved in, there is a, a, a dark cloud 
Okay, it was never a hundred percent for the right reasons. And you know what? Hey, basic economics, man. We got to get a little something on the back end. Okay, sure. we're going to spend sure. four billion dollars. I think our shit in Bosnia was like they had depleted uranium. So like after we spent trillions of dollars stopping genocide and doing a humanitarian effort without engaging in war and murdering a whole continent, we got stuff that we can make bullet casings out of. Like whoopty fucking do. You know, like, okay. Right. And that shit was fucked over there, man. That That's our generation's Korea. You know, people don't talk about that. They don't make movies about that. Yeah. And we, we were not allowed to engage. If you saw somebody raping, murdering, pillaging, whatever, you couldn't do shit. That's crazy. And that's... then we had a fucking General Clark's watch. We had a stealth bomber get shot down in broad daylight with an old Russian RPG. And the news footage had bullets holes on the top but not on the bottom <laughs> um i'm waiting for the black ops guy to fucking come into your place and shoot you in the back of the head well I'm, no, I'm, eight, eight years after is, is not uh, a sensitive material anymore oh good i was wondering like do i have to like if i don't no. edit this out are you just no, gonna this be all facts that that happened whether no, they I... say it happened or not that happened and then he went to congress and asked for permission to engage without being engaged. Well, I just, I just want to make sure you don't get snuffed. That's really kind of no, my concern. I want to so. look. I don't want to insult the fucking FBI agent who's monitoring this fucking call. <laughs> yeah, that too. They're um, too young to even remember Bosnia. And, and then we did. We got permission, and I, I think there might have been like a handful of casualties, but the whole country just, just fucking gave up. Yeah, they yeah. were terrified. Yeah. Like if they would like pick shots at us, if one guy got too close because he was just fucking with us. You could see his friends like, you hey, man, don't, okay? You could shoot around him to fuck with him, but you get too close. We don't want the NATO to be able to come right, here right. and just do whatever they want. So what and, affected you more, fucking twaks or fucking war. being in the service? Yeah. Twaks. <laughs> yeah, I figured yeah. as much. Because I couldn't make a call. I'm like, can I just slap this fucking asshole or, you know? Um, so but, then you went by the way, made fucking Ewoks. Uh, that a lot of people came to me like, um, and this is public record. He will, he will not mind this, but, uh, uh, Vinny, you know, Kevin's friend, the, the, the views historian. Yeah. Vinny Pereira. Uh, su- sweet yeah. guy. And, uh, I became friends with him and, and Daryl and some other people that are friends with Kevin. And not that Vin was involved with this, but the other ones that were friends with Kevin said, Hey man, if you're getting booted and people left because I got booted, they flat out like, fuck you guys. This is ridiculous. Then go make a, and I've done it before in other groups, go make a small group where it's just like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And you see Ewoks, there's hardly any traffic. There's not a lot of communication. You know, goddamn, if me and Levi didn't do suck it posts, there wouldn't be any traffic. However, a lot of people like that. It's just quiet and it's neutral. And maybe yeah. it's a place you come to pick up some news you didn't know about or follow the, the Levi versus Chris suck it posts. You know, a lot of people like that. That became a, a huge thing. Um, and I was more than happy to do it. And, um, I kind of let it lie because through channels, the admins of Twox and, and myself kind of agreed because Jordan got involved. I was just going to tell admin. you, yeah, Jordan's an admin over there now, but she keeps an eye on everything. She's everywhere. She's, oh, she, you know, she, look, I, 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 in, in that story I told with the comic book that I got for my birthday, I got some time to interact with Jordan and she, A, is super fucking sweet, but stealthily 
she is. Oh, like no, you she's said, on her she's, fucking A game. She knows what well, she's doing. And she's everywhere. Everywhere. Do you think you're hiding, Jordan? No. She kind of put it out there and said, enough. I'm an admin now. I will keep an eye on things. Yep. And no shit talking to each other. Yeah. She, so she's in the really. Groups, we, we don't allow that. And, you know, it, 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 it's interesting. Like, you know, Rico, and I, I, I've been waiting for an opportunity to, to say this because it's just my opinion. I have nothing standing behind this, but it's my opinion. But we've joked, and, and Mac, we've even joked with you, and, and if you go back and start listening to our library, you'll hear we've said it multiple times, that Kevin's going to find out who we are, and within a week we're going to get that cease and desist letter because <laughs> of a name. You know, we've made that joke. Um, we, we've since kind of dialed that back since, you know, because I got the comic, and we think that's one way he definitely knows who we are. And then, um, obviously, the video that, you know, you saw. You where, said our name, man. Right. You know, so... But all jokes aside, to your point about Jordan, I'm pretty sure she's known who we are for quite some time now. She knows and, She knows who I am. Right. And I'm saying is that if there was a real problem, we would have heard about it by now. That's oh, what I'm no, getting. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's so. how I found out because um, I was getting friend requests from people like crazy in talks. Sure. So after a while, I was just dismissing. I'm like, I don't fucking know you. I don't know you. And then Daryl messaged me and said, hey, bro, start paying attention. Because it was like Ernie and, and Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, oh, shit. And he goes, all right, so if you're going from Jordan, it's, you know, he told me it's Jay's wife and she runs everything pretty much. Okay. I will just send me like a screenshot of her profile. Just so I, hey, if it comes across my phone, I know it's her. Yeah. yeah. And he does. I'm like, okay, she's fucking pretty hot. Cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, like I, damn, I, Jay, how the fuck did you do that? I, I I back out of it and something had caught my eye. I'm like, wait a minute. And I go back in and she's from San Pedro, California. Yep. I'm from, I'm from Pedro. What the fuck? Like, how the fuck am I from the same little tiny beach town? And I look and she she was on the other side of town. She went to Mary Star and this and that. And I was like, she's about right, so half your girl. age too, though, Jordan. Or, and, and I'm like, wait, fuck you, man. I can still get young chicks. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, and that was nothing too. We yeah, were separated by. Back off. That's how yeah, you that's that's so that counts. And I told Daryl, say, hey, you know, I, okay, I got it. Um, funny thing is, she's from my hometown. He goes, hold on, let me message her. And maybe like thirty seconds goes by. And he goes, uh, like, what high school do you? He asked me a couple questions, Pedro specific. It's a very small beach town, so if you live there, you you know that stuff, and that's it. So I sent him like twenty details about Pedro real quick. And again, maybe a minute, and he gets back to me. He goes, yeah, she said you're good. <laughs> and I was like, okay. He goes, well, she knows who you are now. Now you're fucked. And uh, and and to that point, you know, um, about you guys are saying about how Kevin could be like, oh, you're gonna, now you're going to get the cease and desist. desist. Yeah, I I could be fucking myself over right now because Kevin knows who I am. He knows who I am. He's seen my work. He's liked it. He's heard my name. You know, it's not like he. If I said, hey, I'm Chris McDonald, the cartoonist. Oh, right. That's pretty much what I would expect. Um, but I have some work going to him okay, in, in different avenues. And I didn't ask to do that. So I'm like, Oh great. This guy's going to hear my political views on the world. And general Clark, he's like, and cancel. Fuck this guy. Or at the same time, I, what if he's like, I'm sick and tired of hearing this guy's name. Cause so many people tag me and say, Oh my God, you're so fucking cool. You should work with him and let him do t-shirts. And now like, I don't want to, cause uh, he's annoying. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't. I get where you're coming from, Mac, but I wouldn't worry about it. Like, I, I, you know, we Rico mentioned way earlier on that, like, you know, we all think we know him 
and we all think we know who he is, and, and to a degree we don't, you know, but at the same time, like, I think there is some validity that he he's not, to your point, he's not Martha Stewart when he's off. Do you know what I mean? Like, he might be a dialed back version of what we see in public, but I think he, I think I genuinely think he is who, who we see just dialed back. You Did know? you guys see the one video he posted about he's not doing shout-outs anymore, but he inadvertently mentioned the people's names? Yes. I did. Okay, that's how I, I in my mind, I, I really want it to be true. Like, that's really him. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Kevin I agree. goes off, he's like, fuck, fuck these yeah. assholes. Um, but but I, I do know for a, a, a fact, uh, you guys had touched on on, on um, some things and the, the tidbits I get from his personal friends uh, that I don't ask for. They, yeah. they just, I express myself and they shoot in my way. And it's like, no, man, uh, you know, you can make a cop out joke. He'll laugh or he'll, he'll dig this. Or more importantly, like you were saying, Rico, about wanting to make sure he gets the shirt or uh, if you would ever come on the show or whatever, nine times out of ten, this is what I've heard on good authority, it's not him. And it's not Jordan. There's a whole team of people. Right. And as much weed as he smokes, he's doing what he's doing. He's got 20 other things lined up right behind it. And people are just like, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And you can get lost in the shuffle. It's not fucking yeah. personal. The guy's got to make I know, a I know. I, I, I did. Stop being I, a fucking I, pussy about it, dude. Know, Jesus Christ. It was a fucking shirt. Calm down. Damn. I'm calm. <laughs> right, I'm calm. You want a hot dog? Is it in your fly? No. You don't get one. Hot dogs are for closers. Ah, got it. I cannot believe you walked into that. Come on. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't want people to hear that, man. Like, As much as I don't like the pandering and I, I personally have issues with it. God bless him. If any of them are listening, keep going. And if that's what makes you happy, then keep going for it. But if you don't get it, don't let it define your fucking life. Let it inspire you. I let him inspire me with my drawings, and I don't have to tweet it every day to get a like. I yeah. see happiness. I'm bringing other people. I saw the smile on CJ's face when he talked about the, the bunny cartoon. That makes me want to do it for free because yeah. I want to see that smile again. Yeah. You want to see CJ smile again? Just fucking tell him that you like the Eagles. That's that's you know what I've lied a lot in my life. My two ex-wives will admit to that. You know they'll they'll tell you. But uh, you know I'm not going to burn in hell. Like the last thing on the scales of the pearly gates. <laughs> if it was like, dude, you're kind of even. You know you did more good than bad, and you're a pretty decent guy. But you you fucking told CJ you liked the Eagles, and it's just the down button. Look, I told Kevin that he. That basically, Yoga Hosers was an awful fucking movie. To his face. To his face. When I Wait, was okay, well, let, me, let me ask you something. There's some things I want to say. When is this episode coming out? Next a week from tomorrow. Okay, so after Christmas. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, so I can say these things. So, I have um, some work going to Kevin's front door. Okay? It's, uh, it's a gift through a friend. And... And the friend's also sending some stuff, and I made it very, uh, you know what? Without talking specifics, sure. this is just a shitty copy. Can you guys see it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Yep. So I'm, I'm sending that, and I'm like, okay, so what? Like, one, one of two things is going to happen. Like, he's going to be like, okay, this is amazing, and I'm tired of everybody mentioning this guy's name, you know, and let's, right. let's, let's do something. What am I really going to do? couple t-shirt designs, you know, like Daryl's told me, he's like, dude, if he wears one of your t-shirts, you better have like a thousand ready to sell like the next fucking day. Why do you think I was trying to get him a fucking t-shirt? <laughs> Cause you're, you're a needy bitch. 
<laughs> well, that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm prepared for it, but you know, at the same time, if I got a message from him or Jordan that just said, man, that, that touched me. And I sent him a card mm-hmm. that said, you know, I hope this brings as much happiness to your family as you brought to mine. P.S. If it doesn't and they hate it, then we're even for cop out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, yeah, I, I did something. I mean, I will never go as far as to say that Kevin Smith is a fucking, is my role model. You know, I love his work. I love his humor and yada, yada, yada. But he's I obviously also, not. You're putting on weight while he's losing weight. So, you know, it's a little redundant to say he's not your damn. role model. Damn. Damn. God, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, but all my weight goes to my cock. What's your fucking excuse? Oh, fuck, I got death. That's pretty good. You watch, you watch the funny people. So that was a good reference. I'll accept oh, that. I actually, I completely forgot about that fucking reference. I just, great. Mind when you watch as many movies as you and me do, they just, it just percolates. Yeah. You know, I, I made a Sir Han, Sir Han reference and you didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but CJ laughed. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about with fucking like Bosnia and shit. I'm just sitting there like, hmm. God forbid you read a book that, you know, I've re- hey, don't fucking pull that CJ, you shut your fuck hole. <laughs> I've read more books than he has. Comic books don't count. No, no, CJ, you have to fucking admit this shit. You don't fucking. I, I feel, I feel like the old man at the beginning of Neverending Story. Yeah. At yeah. the bookstore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, comic books. Fucking... I've read Tarzan and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I actually have read fucking Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That's unfortunate. Look. So I'm, I'm guessing after all this, I'm not coming back for volume two of an interview. Oh no. No, never. Yeah. I mean, you know, it depends if how you uh, use your fucking connections. I'm, I'm still, I'm still debating. You know, what... which is funny you see that. I have figured out I have so many connections by accident that I didn't know. So, same here. No, all jokes aside, same here. Somebody have, reached yeah. out to me the other day and said, "Hey, I heard you were kicking around a coffee book idea." I'm like, "Ah, eh, well, Daryl made one and." You know, it might be a more affordable way. If I sell them for 25 bucks, I make a couple of bucks, maybe $10. But somebody could have 20 of my drawings instead of they can't afford to commission me for one. Right. So I, that'd I, be cool. I, I, know, I, no joke, and I'm not saying this because you're here. I'd buy that book. I would buy that I book. Would, yeah. I would definitely buy that book. Totally right, buy that more book. More affordable, yeah. you know? And I was so, I kind of put the idea out there, and I'm working with somebody on it. My buddy Alan, he's like, hey, let's get to this after the new year. And then out of nowhere, I get a message. Uh, saying, hey, uh, guy I know, it's like, hey, you know, my aunt is way, way big up on the uh, Barnes & Noble food chain corporate. So maybe put a mock-up together, I can't promise, but I could get it in her hands and into a meeting. Sure. I'm like, hey, that's cool. Like, what if they print a thousand copies in, you know, six months from now, I have like 998 copies of the book in my house and you two have one? <laughs> so I'm going to say it now in case anybody we know from the groups is listening this is what i'm going to end up doing i'm going to post it later after the new year me and my buddy alan uh jones who sent me the markers we're going to do a a crowdfund i think maybe just within the groups because i really really want the people in those groups that have been by me from my first little doodle to get as much as they can out of this They, they they're the reason i'm doing it um so we're going to do a couple different tiers you know like whatever donation Thank you. 25 bucks, you get a copy of the book because that's what we're going to sell it for. You know, 50 bucks, we'll give you a copy of the book and it'll be personalized. And then, I, I don't know, I'm just spitballing. You know, like 100 bucks, I'm going to leave a blank page on the back of the book. So you get the book, you get it personalized, and I'll do a one of one drawing in the book for you. 
Oh, neat, neat. And, you know, whatever, any money made off of that, and that's going to be volume zero. So just in case Kevin supports it, writes the foreword, or simply just endorses it and says, hey, I like this, this is cool, do it, and it gets published, it, publishing will start at volume one. So only group members, mm. only people that have bought my commissions, helped me out with my supplies, have been cool to me, will have volume zero. Fucking hey. So that sounds that's, like sounds like I'm getting something. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, mean, I I'd want a copy of that. No joke. I would I would put in for a copy of that. And my buddy Alan's like, you know what? If they don't pick it up, fuck it. We'll just keep recycling the money and make another volume. Recycle the money, make another volume yeah. yourself. Like you know? Like I'm not gonna make even if I made t shirts for Kevin, I'm not doing this for the fucking money. What am I gonna make? Like three thousand dollars a year and that's it? Right. It's it's right, right. I hear you. Um well, listen, man. Good. Uh, seriously, we 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 think that's an awesome idea. I think I speak for Rico on that, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll support it and promote it any way we can. And and uh, we're huge fans of your art. We're we're, we're huge. Fans. We haven't even gotten to get into it yet, but we're we're definitely to need to start wrapping up. So maybe we'll save it for the next time we have you on. But we we're both huge animal lovers, so we'd love to talk to you about your rescue project. Um, and 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 I want to, but I think, like I said, for time constraint purposes, maybe we save that for the next time. Um, but at the same time, thanks a lot for coming with us, coming on with us, Chris. Which means I I'm. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Rico's been, you know, communicating with you off and on, you know, going back to the Rad Pack sketch and so forth. So it's uh, it's great to have you on, and, and I want to thank you for coming out. Did you did you want to plug any specific, like, websites or anything before we wrap up? Not at all. I'm just a humble little dude in El Paso, Texas, that doodles in his fucking office at the end of the day. Fair enough. Rico, why don't you do your thing, and let's get out of here. It was really nice to have uh, skinny John Favreau with us. I really do appreciate it. Um, I loved your work with uh, Elf, and um, and even though I don't like Will Ferrell, but thank you for you know supplying us with a lot of Christmas laughs. You son of a bitch. Wait, what, CJ? You want me to say what? You want me to keep talking after we were talking for how many goddamn hours? Let's leave these poor people alone, okay? Fine. CJ wants me to do a proper closing. But I'm not going to say the same shit that he's always said for every goddamn other episode. If you don't like it, you can blame his ass. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Or you could simply Google us. Though, if you're listening to this message, you probably did do that. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew. I am at Rance Rico. And CJ is at M underscore Blade. Don't ask me why. I still don't know. Some secrets are best left alone. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. If you want or need some good art, hit him up at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. It's worth it. You can help a starving artist today. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Levins for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And finally, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I that you guys have prioritized your time listening to us. 
We really, really appreciate it. Now, since I still have your attention, I think you have all been missing one of the best parts of every episode. The damn it. So therefore, you all have to listen to the damn it. Think of it as a MCU bonus credit scene. There, that fucking better? Know it. Oh, leave me alone. No, kiss me. No, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes. Oh, 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 your helmet is so big. Lord Helmet, what? You need it on the bridge, sir. Knock on my door. Knock next time. Yes, sir. Did you see anything? No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. Recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia.